Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast. Conversational podcast where we ramble about wrestling and Frasier and other all things. Over, all other types of crap. And occasionally we have a rant, and by we I mean usually Paul. Not always me. I said usually. Because um, most of the rants, usually. a big percentage of the rants come from you. That's because I'm passionate. No, it's because you're moody. <laughs> I'm passionate and moody and moody and passionate. I am a star. <laughs> yeah, sure you are. This is episode 99 of Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast. Fuck yes. We're approaching on our 100th episode, which also coincides with our two-year anniversary that is coming up in the next week woot, or so. Woot. Yay. <laughs> How the fuck we made it to two years and our 100 episodes. Alcohol and spite. <laughs> yes. Yes, we, and plus Paul wouldn't, wouldn't let me stop, <laughs> even if I wanted to. He wouldn't let me stop. He wouldn't let me leave. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I enjoyed doing this show. I hope we'll, so. We'll talk more about that next week, but this is episode 99. We've got a good episode, I think, planned. Uh, I just want to clear I should have mentioned that. I don't know if I did already. You did that already, yeah. yeah. You mentioned your name and me, and I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them again. Oh, that's going to join us always with my friend and co-host, the very hungover Paul Blair. Oh, I'm hungover. Oh, terribly hungover. And there's a story which I've been informed is a good story. Yeah, I'm, I'm very hopeful for this. Story. It's a very good story, but it will it will be cleaned up, just just a smidge, you know. Yeah, but yeah. certain details will be, will be omitted. It's like, it's like the bit in Simpsons. Oh, would somebody think of the children? <laughs> <laughs> Sex cauldron. <laughs> I thought they shut that place down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd like to go to a sex cauldron. No, it, it, it sounds like somewhere you want to be. As soon as you go inside, you're like... This you is, feel dirty. It's like, this is not what I thought this would be. I feel uncomfortable now. <laughs> I thought this was a tea room. <laughs> it's called the sex cauldron. I thought it was a witty name. <laughs> but other than feeling quite hungover, how are you, Paul? It was your birthday recently. Happy belated birthday and all that. Thank you. Thank you for... Thank you for helping me celebrate being older. Yeah. I am so happy about it. That is how birthdays work. But I had a I had a great birthday. I really mm-hmm. did. I got lots of very kind messages from friends, yourself included, mm-hmm. and family and whatnot. Uh, I got technically my PlayStation Four, which was part of my, the large part of my birthday. Yeah, you know, from my mum and my dad. Uh, I got some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian got me the Omen trilogy, bitching, nice. you know, uh, and we went for a nice family meal. Lovely. We went to a Glen Lusset, oh. and I ordered the Glen Lusset burger, <laughs> which, what, although I will say, fantastically good burger. Mm-hmm. The burger was about like like hugely thick, you know, it mm-hmm. was hugely thick burger, with black pudding on it, uh-huh. and cheese on top of that, mm. and bacony bits and. Yeah, even like black pudding, and even I think that sounds oh, good. Oh, it was it's so so nice, but my god, mm-hmm. it was so fucking big. <laughs> you know that way, like 
I don't know if you're like me, but I despise waste. Mm-hmm. If I order food, I like to at least make. Want well, to make it look like you made a bit good a effort. good effort at yeah. it, yeah. But you know that way the phrase "Don't be a hero." <laughs> you know, I got most of the way through the burger, right, and I had maybe like a handful, two bites left. Mm-hmm. But no matter what I did, mm-hmm. I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I took the bun off mm-hmm. and ate some of the meat. But you know what way would you know you've. You yeah. know your body's going, I can't fit any more food in there. It's like you like Joey when he tried to finish that turkey all by himself. Yeah. yeah. And one day I can't finish a turkey. Next day I'm a guy who eats half a bar, half a power bar and puts the rest in the fridge. <laughs> like, well, I know what you're talking about. I want to make it seem like I've made a good effort when yeah. I'm making like, Because I remember I was in Germany a few years ago. It's in Berlin. And I, we, we, me, my mum and dad were at this restaurant. We got schnitzel. Nice. And the, the thing, thing was huge, by the way. <laughs> and I knew I, I wouldn't finish it, but I thought, I'm going to make a good effort here. And it was a shameful amount of schnitzel that was left. So yeah. I, was, I was ashamed of how much I left. The the waiter even sniggered a little bit about how much I left. But yeah, like half pussy. I think it was partly my fault. I think they were fries that came by. I think I, I think I ate too many of the fries too oh, quickly. And, I've made that mistake. Yeah. You filled up on too many of the side things. Yeah, yeah. You're like, don't make that mistake, you know? Yeah, no. Don't be a hero, as Marty says. Yeah. You know? But, no, this, this burger was phenomenally good. Mm-hmm. You know? And the chips, although I only had two of them, <laughs> were lovely too. And then, I mean, I, it was so filling, I couldn't even finish my pint. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, like, you drink cider, right? Yeah. But, like... Beer and lager is quite heavy on the stomach when yeah, you hit a lot, and I was like, I was like, what? No, no, Dad, here, you, you have. That. I mean, that's why sometimes when I'm out, I'm out drinking, and I'm also going to get food in a pub. Occasionally, I'll maybe switch to a soft drink yeah. when I'm eating because the alcohol can sit quite heavy enough, and then you're adding all this food on top of it. Oh God, I know. Mm-hmm. But it was a lovely meal, and uh, whilst we were in there, the Rangers game was on the TV. Right. The Rangers v Portal game, which we drew in, and apparently played phenomenally good in the second half, you know. So that was good. Yeah, there's that. And then, uh, my mother was kind enough to babysit for me going to see Brian on in Shawlands at the weekend. Right. And we went to Shawlands, and this and strap yourself in for this story this is when it begins lean back folks get yeah. comfortable well Brian had bought tickets for this Metallica tribute band now I can't remember what the hell they were called I was, gonna, I was actually giving my first question yeah I called. can't I can't remember what they're called it was on my ticket Brian has my ticket mm-hmm. you know and you know I was I was so fucking drunk mm-hmm. I, I wasn't when we got there <laughs> you know I was, I was I, you know I had a nice buzz going but by the time we left mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> you know, oh, but we went in and they were, they fucking, they killed it, man. They were so fucking good. We done classics, we done like 90s, mid 90s shit, we done modern shit, we done ballady shit. It was so fucking on point. They were so heavy and they were so fucking like, so tight, man. Nice. So good. Perfect. You know, and the venue was nice the pad. Good crowd, you know what I mean? And big venues, yeah, just like a sort of club venue, you know, oh, right. just club venue, little stage in the corner kind of oh, deal, yeah. you know. Okay. But it was it was so good, mm-hmm. loud as fuck, you know. Yeah. And 
I mean, the beer was a bit pricey. You know, it was like nearly, nearly like eight quid for two cans of red stripe. Right. And but then we switched to tenants, which was six quid for two cans. Right. So you know that was reasonable. And we drank a few cans and whatnot during the gig. We even managed to slip out for a cigarette at one point because there was a ballad on. We were like, no, fucking ballad. <coughs> you know. But I said to Brian when we were I said, this is when we're still sober. You know. <laughs> and, and big air quotes for podcasts. Yeah, this is when we're still sober by our standards. <laughs> and I said to him, I bet you be the end of this, I'm going to be heed banging like fuck and <laughs> lifting the horn up. And, yeah. and you know, I was. <laughs> By the end of it, I was like, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> and it finished, and we were like, yeah. And I walked up to each one of the band, and I was like, at the Wayne's World, the people present, I was like, you were gods. <laughs> so good. How close were you to getting to the whole, we're not worthy? Um, what's so close. Man? But during the gig, right, Brian had bumped into, well, this woman had recognised Brian. Mm-hmm. You know, a woman, a woman who knew Brian through his brother. Uh-huh. And she was, she had a good drink in her too. And she was, you know, like when someone is incredibly insistent. Mm-hmm. Well, at the end, she was like, Moan, Moan at the pub was. It's only, <laughs> it's, only, it's only three quid for a half and a half, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm at the pub, Moan. Go on, so, go on. Go, go on, on, go on. Basically, go on, go on. So we went to the pub. We were just planning to go to the gig and then go home. Uh-huh. But we went to the pub. Mm-hmm. We drank mail. <laughs> you know, and it was me and... Brian and Hot the woman and her boy and her pals and some other randoms we met at the gig, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you know, she was like, she she bought us around, she's like, Oh, get it, didn't you? Get it, didn't you? Chug, chug, chug. And Brian slammed a half back, you know what I mean? He was like, that. And then she's like, I didn't go, your turn now, go. So I slammed a half pint back, and I was like, Whoop, like that. And you know, fuck. <laughs> you know, we were in there until shutting time. Mm-hmm. drinking away and talking mm-hmm. shit and then she's like Mon, come with us we're going to go to Marcus Mon, we're <laughs> going to go party and shit we're going to cool <laughs> so we were like oh, fucking alright then I why not we were pretty pissed by then yeah. we were like oh, fucking Mon, we'll go and fucking aye, party <laughs> 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 so we get well and then you know everybody's settling in a few joints going and shit and then the guy he comes in with a bottle of vodka, mm-hmm. and then within about ten seconds, everybody's got vodka and iron brew, you know. And we're like, "What did you like? Drink like go, that's good, yeah." Ooh. And we're he like, pulls that pissed, he's taking the iron brew, knowing for the fact it's not the proper. Iron yeah, brew. I just, I'm like, you know, I didn't want to be rude, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But when slammed back that, and there's a beer going, and. You know, and then at one point we're all fucking dancing about in the living room, passing a joint and a cup. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you know. And then God, man, like, eventually, and this was at half past two in the fucking morning. Mm-hmm. Eventually, me and Brian went right. We have to make our escape now. We need to go home. You know, so <laughs> we, we need to go. Home. We put our shoes on, and she's like, oh, you suddenly got an early, and we're like, we have to go ahead, we're tired, <laughs> we're drunk. So eventually we left, staggered up the road, took us five minutes or so to get to the end of the vicinity of Brian's. Oh, God. <laughs> we got in and basically fell into bed, and, oh, Jesus. 
you know what an what an evening <laughs> what an e- i mean it was it was nuts but it was it was really fun you know we had a, we had a great night and then this morning we woke up and oh oh but but oh, <laughs> oh it was horrible <laughs> i i i i i regurgitated and I think it was a lot to do with A, hungover, and B, the fact that I decided it was a good idea to buy a sandwich from a 24-hour shop at half two in the fucking morning. Oh, no, no. You know, not good. Threw up. Burnt my throat with it, because I think it was mostly bile. Oh. You know, I <laughs> puked up, and that way you, you feel it in your throat, you're like, ah, god damn. You know. Oh. This, is, this is the cleaned up version, apparently. This is a very cleaned up version. <laughs> You don't want to know half of it, you know. But jeez, it was it was really fun. It was really fun, and we had a lovely night. And it was a lovely sort of like birthday gift from Brian, and along with the Omen trilogy, rocking, uh-huh. <laughs> you know. And we sat this morning and had a smoke and recovered. You no know recovery breakfast was hot noodle. Can of energy juice and a Twinkie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but breakfast, noodle, of breakfast of champions. Noodle, energy drink, Twinkie. What kind of energy drink? Uh, mine's was one cheap, generic shop one for 40 <laughs> odd pence, which was wand as fuck. And Brian had a Mountain Dew. Yes. I love how you went so quickly from describing how you threw him in it. Ah, uh, it was a good night. Yeah. <laughs> well, just because I felt like death doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> you know. It reminded me there's, of... There's a quote there. Just because I felt like death doesn't mean it wasn't a good night. Yeah. There, there's, that should go up on the, uh, that band's Facebook or their website or something like that. Just reviews from people who have been to our gigs. I felt like death, but it was a good night. Uh, but no, it was like... It reminded me a lot of my, my youthful exploits. Mm-hmm. You know, like when we used to hang around and... You know, you'd go drinking, and then you'd bump into someone you didn't know, and you'd end up at some fucking party, and you'd leave at God knows when in the morning, you'd stagger home and fall into your pit, you know. Mm-hmm. We, we, had, we had many of those times back in the day, mm-hmm. and it was nice to relive it. Mm-hmm. And all its drunken, boozy, stoned glory. With so loud <laughs> music, man, it was so good. And I'm assuming this is one of those guys nobody was on their phone filming shit. One or two were filming the band. I mean, I I don't agree with it. And I mean, God, they were so fucking good. It was worth getting yeah. a video, and we were awesome, man. Yeah, because it's probably awesome. one for like, there yeah. being like being a tribute or a cover band. You want you want to just show people if they're that good. You want to show people like, look, yeah. like this is how good they are. Like. I mean, I've seen like actual Metallica uh-huh. live. Actual Metallica sucked dick compared to this band. Huh? They were they were. I said at the time. When I was drunk off my ass, mm-hmm. and I said it this morning when I was sober, uh-huh. they were better than Metallica, man. They were fucking phenomenal. Well, the compliment to them. Fucking, you know, rock and fucking roll, man. <laughs> Metal and party, and yeah, you know. But now I'm kind of I'm 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 chilled out and I'm tired and hungover. Mm-hmm. But do you know what? And I I could have called you and said I ain't feel it, man. But damn it, I soldiered on. For the good of the show. He's taking one for the team. Hell yes, man. Hell yes. Because I, I am a fucking professional. <laughs> Hungover professional, yes. But still a professional. 
I will I will not shirk my responsibility to the show. Uh, other than your birthday and going out and feeling slightly worse for wear, how, how has your, your week been since the last time? Like, I, I, I doubt it was as exciting as, as that. Ah, uh, well, we watched Bound for Glory. Huh? We we used that link, thankfully provided by you. Yeah, I think you get the link. And uh, I discovered through that link that mm-hmm. you can watch so much other wrestling, which is awesome. You know, so I'm pretty happy about that. And, uh, yeah, I've had a pretty solid week. Nothing apart from, you know, my, my gigging and whatnot. Nothing <laughs> fantastically interesting happened. But, you know, I had, a, I had a pretty solid one this week. So it was good. Yeah. That's good to hear. Because like, I remember before we came on and started recording, uh, we were just basically fanboy. Well, basically you were like, but you can just you can send this link to the site, you can watch wrestling, and you can watch Impact, and all these other places. Yeah, it's so good. And you're, you're more happy that you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a link to a free website. Yeah, don't watch have wrestling. to spend money. Yeah, it's watch wrestling. That's where I usually, well, now I watch it, use it for AEW. Yeah. Rather than watching it on ITV or or wait for it to come on ITV box office, I use it for AEW. But also before that, I'd, I'd use it to find New Japan like links. Yeah, and I remember like there was a tournament, uh, their juniors tournament a couple of years ago. I said maybe I'll try and keep up with it. I watched the first two couple of like editions of it, and then the third one I watched, and then from all then onwards, I couldn't find one with English commentary again for some reason because <laughs> the first two uploads went up with two. The English commentary, and then suddenly from then on it was Japanese commentary, which I mean I could probably just watch it without the commentary, regular commentary. But like half the time the Japanese commentary are getting said, I'm like, I'm gonna be like, I want to know what they're saying, what are they, what they're saying. But it'd be like watching football with like your Italian or your yeah. Mexican commentators. You might not know what they're saying, but damn, it's good. <laughs> you know when you hear the dot and they're like, go. That's what it'd be like there. I imagine that's a bit with a Japanese hunter. He's happy. I'm happy. Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I, I must say, I haven't had a chance to watch Final Glory, even though I, did, I do know what happened because I looked at the results to do your little prediction thing yeah, yeah. Uh, the other day. Yeah. And I heard about what happened. There were some there were some title things happening. There was a, a heel turn, I heard. Yeah. I was going to say spoilers if you haven't seen it already. We're Do you know who it. it was that turned heel? Yes. I mean, that's why I'm, I'm warning. Yeah, was yeah. Saying. It was fucked up. It, yeah. came, it came out of nowhere, man. Yeah. Uh, can, I, can I spoil this yeah. bit for you at least? Yeah, I said I already know what happened. I'm, I'm warning the people of spoilers. Oh, right, so right, I'm good. saying no, people no. ahead. Be t- like, fucking, he was, he was going for the gore, right? Rhino? Mm-hmm. And all the crowd were like, gore, like, gore, gore. Uh-huh. Nah, nowhere Van Damme boots him right in the fucking head. <laughs> You know what I mean? And he goes outside the ring and all, and he's like, whatever, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know Van Damme, he's just like, he was like, oh. Oh. yeah. But he was, he was, I must say, during the match, he was looking a lot quicker mm. than he had been looking. Yeah. Like, he didn't look like, he didn't seem so slow. He looked like he'd worked on himself. Yeah. Or maybe he was, wasn't high. Yeah. <laughs> I think I get to see him in an interview like earlier this year. He, he admitted that for a good portion of his career, he did wrestle high. So it's weird to know. Like you gotta wonder, like how would you be able to tell the difference? Yeah. Like what is the difference between sober Van Dam wrestling and not sober Van Dam wrestling? I mean, if he was high, I mean there are reports of people constantly complaining about him, like 
how stiff he would kick people in the face yeah. by doing his kicks. So yeah. maybe the fact that he was high, he didn't realise, like, and people would, like, pose like, oh, yeah, like mate, fucking cam it to another. Yeah. But, I mean, if it was high, maybe that would make him less likely to cause pain. <laughs> maybe uh, if he was high during this match, maybe he didn't really turn heel, maybe he just got confused, like, yeah. he forgot who was it, who. There was an interesting <laughs> thing I noticed during it, though. Mm-hmm. Well, just before, he was going to go for the five-star. Yeah. As is his habit, you know. Yeah, as he wanted to. As he is wanted to do, yes. And one of the North went and grabbed his leg, mm-hmm. right? And he he got pre- prevented from his five-star. But as he's been held, uh-huh. uh, who's Rich Swan's guy again? Uh, Willie Mack. Willie Mack went up on the other side. Uh-huh. And he went, like, he looked at Van Damme right in the eye and went... <laughs> The, and then like the, his fucking five star, my god, he only put the guy through the fucking <laughs> map, man. You've seen Willie Mack. Well, Willie Mack's a bigger guy than, than like Harvey Dean. You heard the bump and you're like, oh, he fucking pancaked. <laughs> you know? And he done it. And after that, Van Damme seemed funny. <laughs> like, he just, he didn't seem uh-huh. right after that. And he was just kind of. You thought something was no right with him, yeah. and then of course he put his rhino in the face. And like, yeah. oh, rhino didn't take the five star. <laughs> no, rhino doesn't get that high most of the time. <laughs> in any sense of the word. <laughs> I was gonna say like, like careful how you phrase that. But from what I've seen, like also the heel turn, which again seems very random, like title wise, with the exception of the X Division title, it seemed very much business as usual. Like none of the other titles, the women's, the tag, and the. The world champions all yeah. retained their titles. I, mu- I must say, I was disappointed with the X Division because I was really, really hoping Tessa Blanchard would win. Mm-hmm. And she came closer, apart from the fucking interference. Yeah. But, you know... Who interfered, sorry? Oh, the... The... You know, Chris... Oh, yeah, the OVE. OVE yeah. interfered. The big... You know, the big fucker looks oh, like yeah, Crush. Oh, yeah, uh, Madman Fulton. Yeah, he... he Interfered in the like the wee dick interfield. No, uh, <coughs> the only thing is, uh, Manfold was was Sawyer Fulton, who was originally part of Sanity. Yeah. NXT, and then he got injured and was eventually replaced by Kelly and Dane. Mm-hmm. And orig- weirdly, when uh, when Sammy Callan was Solomon Crow in NXT for a while, he went away. He was sitting off TV and he started working on a thing on the live events, which him Sawyer Fulton and one other guy who I don't I can't remember the name, but I don't think he was seen much again. Basically, they said, he said in an interview what we were coming up with was eventually what would become Sanity. Yeah. He got frustrated with constantly being delayed and going through some shit in NXT and not wait till when he's actually going to come back to TV that he's like, fuck this, I'm away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, like, hear, I hear a lot of rumours talking about him like, saying, fuck this, I'm away. I hear, I'm hearing a lot of rumours about a growing number of WWE stars that are really considering making a jump. Mm-hmm. And no, just to, I mean, to... Any little promotions, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think, like, you know, if they wanted to go either, we don't think it's a guarantee they would want to, because Jericho's saying, like, we don't want to become, like, what TNA was for a while. Yeah. Which was just seen as, this is where the cast-offs of WWE go. Yeah. But, I mean, we've got so many, there's so many options with the amount of promotions that are making a mm-hmm. good name for ourselves nowadays, you know? Like you say, you've got AEW, Lucha Underground, yeah. AAA, fucking... Impact. Impact, New Japan, there's mm-hmm. so many places for people to go. Yeah, and uh, one thing is, like, one oh. upside to the whole exhibition. Oh, damn thing. it. Oh, apologies. My body is broken. <laughs> oh, uh, continue. One upside with the exhibition thing is, like, like 
least it's on a, like an up and coming guy because from what I've heard of Ace Austin, he's still fairly young. Yeah. So like I think he's he's one of these guys that they're investing in. I, I they like think, his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> they think they're investing in him as basically a long term guy who can eventually like yeah. stick around for a number of I, years. I like his jacket, but I don't like him. <laughs> but I like his jacket. Well, maybe you're not meant to like him. Maybe no. you are meant to like his jacket, but yeah. But I don't like him. But speaking of Tessa, there was a big hullabaloo about her on Twitter in the last few weeks. Why? Because well, originally it was reported somebody said, "Oh, it looks like Tessa Blanchard's finishing up with with Impact," and then another more, slightly more reliable source came in and said, "Actually, her contract with Impact doesn't run it till the end of next year." Yeah. So people, so immediately as soon as that happened, all these people were like, "Oh, where will Tessa Blanchard go? Will she go to WWE? Will she go? She join her dad Tully in AEW because he's there managing." Uh, yeah. Di- maybe, Spears. maybe, maybe if she's wise, she will go anywhere. I will go in WWE. You know, because like, she's too, she's far too good for WWE. Maybe. But it's like it's like most of the Impact women. But then, mm-hmm. uh, apparently, she is staying with Impact until the end of next year, at least. And yeah. if she chooses to resign, she'll be there indefinitely. But like, I did hear of a big spoiler from the tapings. Which maybe leading on to something, but I will not talk about it here because I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I, I haven't spoils. seen it either. So. I, don't, I don't know like how big because I do remember they were known from the past. I don't know if it's still a case that taping big chunks of episodes and the one taping. Yeah. So I don't know how if it's taped like how a developed few days, the story is. I, yeah. So I don't know what the story is, and also if it's taped like a few days after Brown for Glory, God knows when it's gonna air. I could be spoiling something that's gonna air in like three, four weeks from yeah. now. Yeah. I don't know. You just can't take the chance. Yeah, of course. Again, you don't want to be a dick. Yeah. I did hear... Uh, it's like someone going out there, Hey, you're a dick. It's <laughs> <laughs> a valuable lesson for life. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. That's, that's all you need in this life. <laughs> hey, are you a dick? No? Well then, good. <laughs> hey, are you a dick? Yes? Well, stop well then fix that. <laughs> Behave. <laughs> be a bit better. No. <laughs> Just, are you, are you a dick? Yes, just slap him was. No. Yes. That's bad. No. <laughs> no being a dick. <laughs> be good. Be a not dick. <laughs> Ew. What a not dick. That'd be bad. Please, please stop talking about Damn. Let's move on. Yeah. I did hear a tale that Brian Cage came out in some sort of Wolverine Weapon X style. He looked like, like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a total dick. <laughs> 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 like seriously, even Brian went and shouted at a running man comment. <laughs> you see everybody was like, "Hey, Christmas tree!" <laughs> it w- it looked like a gay Borg, because <laughs> he come out right and he's got like this fucking Christmas light looking fucking Roman toga thing, like <laughs> Roman, you know that wee skirt the gladiators yeah. wore. He's got this Christmas light looking thing on his fucking lower half, and he's got like a fucking like. Like a, you know, like that one side covering battle harness type yeah. thing. He's wearing that and wearing a big, like, fucking, like, laser yeah. eye thing, which is, looks looked pink. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. he, and he had Wolverine claws on. Yeah, because this may be, like, from when Wolverine was being experimented on in the comics. Yeah, but like... my God, he looked a total fud. <laughs> you know, but then he came out mm-hmm. and he took all that silly shit off and looked normal. And then he proceeded to absolutely annihilate Sammy Callahan, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Jesus, man!" 
You know, and he comes out and he's for weeks he's been giving it the big and acting like fucking psycho, and then he comes in and gets his ass handed to him. <laughs> it seemed it seemed like even if he was going to lose, uh-huh. it seemed like he should have been putting up. He should have been making his character seem strong. He shouldn't have looked so fucking weak. Yeah, because he did quite. I think it's a case. It's maybe a case of like some ice cream man again. Ice cream, ice cream. I got some ice cream. I got some ice cream. You didn't. I got some ice cream. Anyway, <laughs> I think maybe the whole like point of it was like. Maybe that uh, he's pushed him a bit, like he he attacked his uh, he ruined his wedding and all that, and he's been yeah. jumping him and all that. So I think maybe it was maybe him getting oh, he's te- pushed Frankie so far. His wife got her face in the way of Sammy Callahan's bottle. It was technically her fault. Well, no, it's technically Frankie's fault because he ducked and didn't think about her face. Yeah, he thought about his own face, not her face. Well, she shouldn't have had her bloody face in the ring. She always gets herself in situations. Maybe one. I do think you should use that, let's say, like more of a watch when, like, when XT and AW goes up on a Thursday. You should definitely check it out because we can talk more in depth. Or yeah, and like let, I let, said, let me describe what happened. I'm gonna. You should definitely. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. Well, if you've got free time, you can go back and watch the next last couple weeks. Because I'm uh, sorry, this if this is a big spoiler from XT, you probably have seen it already. But uh, it looks like Finn Balor will be a lot more interesting. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you not see what happened? No, I haven't seen the highlights yet. Well, but you can end, tell me anyway. The ending of because uh, last week on NXT, uh, Velveteen Dream got taken out by the Undisputed Era, so yeah. he couldn't have his match this week with Roger Strong. He's been matched for the North American title. Yeah. So on on the previous weeks, when we uh, said, "All right, this match between Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic yeah. is going to be a, a number one contenders match now," and basically they have a thing where it's one one. They've got a victory each other and also one double count. So this may be the big rubber match. Yeah. Keith Lee and these guys, like, what a die. He's like 6'7 or something like that. Big lanky guy. He can do, like, splits. And Keith Lee's like 300 plus pounds, but he's done the fucking reverse Hurricane Rana <laughs> and shit like that. And then Roderick Strong got involved, tried to cause a double DQ, and like, ah, oh, I don't need to defend my title. And then clearly he hasn't watched wrestling because Regal came out and went, all right, then next. Regal came out next week and went, all right, you're going to defend it against both. <laughs> Both of them. So Did he take trouble. it well? No, not really. So in the match, he comes out and he basically lets these two kill each other. And eventually, he takes advantage of that and comes and just steals the win. And yeah. then we all four into the air celebrating the ring. Tommaso Ciampa comes out. Yeah. Because he's basically got his eyes set. I'm taking back the world title because he had to vacate it instead of like officially losing it. And then Jerry Gargano comes out. They're both standing together against Undisputed Era. And it looks like they're setting up. Oh, they're going to bring people out to face Undisputed Era at War Games because War Games is coming up. Yeah. And then Finn Balor came out, and it's Finn Balor, John Gargano, and Jampa standing in front of facing off against Undisputed Era. And Balor has his jacket on, he steps forward a bit, as they basically take his jacket to help fight. And as he steps forward, he just leaps back and kicks John Gargano in the face. <laughs> and there's a brief moment where there's a bit of confusion, but then immediately all four Undisputed Era just pounce on Jampa, they just like. No hesitation, just beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And like, there's all this, like, his wondering, like, does this mean Finn's with them, or is he just having to be just wanted to attack Jerry Gargano? Yeah. So he just lets them beat uh, Jump, and then he just goes to the outside and proceeds to beat up Gargano. He does a drop kick into the barricade, takes out some extras behind the barricade. Yeah. You see this wee kid 
having to be held back. <laughs> and then he takes more of the ramp and just hits a version of a brain buster on the ramp. Yeah. And uh, people watch him. Some people expect them to do the whole unspeed like hand signal and just he looks back at them and just does a wee like gun motion to Gargano. Yeah. And it seems because he'd send this whole like pre-taped package, basically saying give this on with like my past, my past is my future or something like that, and like. People seem like, oh, does that mean, like, that's why he came out to NXT or something like that? Mm. But no, I think he's referring to how he used to act when he was in Japan and when he was Prince Devitt, ah. founder of the Bullet Club, and he was a big, nasty heel. Ah. And he went on that new WWE backstage thing, that thing on FS1. Yeah. With Booker and Rainey, they were asking about it. He goes, let's just say the Prince is back. <laughs> and no. So basically, he's he's referring back to old Healy Vince Devitt. Cool. Well, he's, well, he's not called Prince Devitt, but he's acting like... Oh, that's cool. So yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna be revealed that old Balor's with undisputed era. As cool as that would be, yeah, I think just... it's just, it just happened. They happen to be out there at the same time. Yeah, I would like if he did bring like Gals and Anderson back down to NXT the team with them. Yeah, that'd be cool. Be better than what they're doing with AJ at the moment. Though. Yeah, uh, it so would be. So looks like we're gonna get possibly a team led by Gert, by Champa. Against the Undisputed Era in a War Games, and in a one-on-one match, uh, Balor versus Gargano. I think would be pretty cool, actually. I'll need to, once we're finished. Mm. I'll need to have a look at those highlights. Yeah, it should. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, next week on NXT, we're getting a women's tag team title match. Oh. Yeah, we've got uh, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai against Kabuki Warriors. Uh, Tegan Knox suddenly now my new favourite female wrestler in NXT yeah because one of her transition moves is a chokeslam because apparently one of her favourites was Kane nice she, and, she loves Kane so mm-hmm. now you like her yes I've always been a supporter she's Welsh come on the Welsh <laughs> <laughs> and also she's her, her finisher is the Shining Wizard so her nickname is the girl with the shiniest wizard <laughs> something like that cool I like it one one thing I didn't like about her coming back was they were like, oh, she's because she went, she was allegedly meant to win the Mae Young Classic last year, but she got injured in a match. Yeah, like fucked up her knee and everything. She said this whole road back, and they're like, oh, she seems to be fair, fair not fine in her first match back and all. Like, she's had two matches in NXT UK, which yeah. they seem to have just forgotten about. <laughs> one of them was against NXT UK Women's Champion Kayla Ray. It was a belter of a match. Fucking Tegan busted out a Canadian Destroyer and everything. Yeah. Or should it be a Welsh destroyer or whatever you call it? Yeah. One of one of my favourite finishers to mo- at the moment is a spinning Elgin bomb. Oh. Yeah. I thought you weren't really a fan of Michael Elgin. I'm not a fan of him, but I'm a fan of his abilities as a wrestler. Because oh. yeah. you, you remember we were watching a bit of Impact after the last episode? Yeah. And you were talking about how you, you thought the way he does a powerbomb is like the proper way. Yeah, yeah. And I like his setup. Like, he does, he does this thing where he, mm-hmm. he grabs a guy and does a fucking buckle bomb. Mm-hmm. The guy staggers out the corner only to be grabbed, picked up, and it was spinning mm-hmm. Elgin bomb. See, there's a topic for a future episode that favourite finisher, both modern and, like, yeah, all-time yeah. kind of thing. I'd definitely say Michael Elgin's up there with me at the moment. He's he's a great wrestler. See, apparently, what I heard, the thing about the Canadian Destroyer is as devastating as it looks, it's actually one of the safest moves. Yeah. Because apparently the flip is actually, actually, you think that would add to the impact, but help actually helps cushion the impact on the person taking right, it. Right, that's cool. So, yeah, like you said, pretty cool. But yeah, we'd, whilst we're talking about this, I never did ask you, Scott, how was your week? It was an okay week. Did you have a good week? It was okay. Yeah? Yeah. We had... Uh, did, did you get drunk too? I did, but I'll come back to that. 
What, you're going to get drunk again? Jeez. There's <laughs> <laughs> a time and a place, Scott. You're fucking telling me there's a time and a place. <laughs> well, I'm sober right now. I had tea today. He, he's sober once and he, can, and he thinks he can judge me on my alcohol intake. Yes, I can because I know best. Pot, meat, kettle. <laughs> ah, potted meat and kettle. <laughs> no, ah, oh, shut up. Yes, I know. But I was going to say, <laughs> like, I did want to fucking criticise the fuckers. Like, I went to meet a student counsellor for at my university. Yeah, as you said, you were going to do Yes, because I was feeling a bit shit and questioning whether or not I should, should I stay in this course if it's if I feel so miserable at it. Is yeah, it really worth? Yeah. And basically, I got referred on to a careers person who I'm meeting next week. And we all look back on it as, like, really, really, what was the point of even going down kind of things? Like, she talked to me for a while and basically says, oh, well, he's not a harm to himself or anything. He's not going to try and kill himself. Yeah. I'll just refer him on to this other person. Yeah, Thank she, you, that was worth the, the train fare down. So she did basically nothing. She did the bare minimum, I think. Yeah, I she, hate it when we do that. She, she listened to me for a while and then before referring me on and then made me do this wee, like, form, like, okay, let's see this scale, from the scale of the zero to up to ten or whatever, like, oh, your I've sense of well-being, personal well-being or shit. Yeah, I've, I have done them, I've been there. I mean, I'm not speaking against, like, counselling and all that, because... I, I firmly believe it is good if you're going through some shit, talk to somebody. Cause oh, hell yes, hell yes. If, if that's, somebody, that's first and foremost a lot of the time. Because, yeah. you know, there are people there who will listen. Yeah, it's, ne- it's never, ever, ever good to dwell on shit and deal with it yourself. Yeah, definitely. As much as you might think it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, there is some people, I mean, I'm like that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, like, fuck it, I'll deal with it myself. But you you can't all the time. Yeah, you know? I mean, people are, there are certain people out there, they're more understanding than... Would you probably think they would be yeah. when you you tell them what you're going through and what your problems are? But like this particular woman who I've talked to was not the most helpful. Yeah, she was just very know. very tick the boxes type. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Well, I I have something that may cheer you up and stop me if you've heard or seen this one. Uh-huh. You recall I told you I was getting magazines from my collection. You did. Did I show you the new ones? I don't think you did. I will show you these magazines. Ah. What I have, you see? And uh, wait, you will be cheered. Ooh. These are the magazines. Ooh. From Ooh. 1991. Let's see, we've got one here, a very colourful one. We've got one with the rockers on it. Yep. Uh, we've got uh, America, fuck yeah, style one with the American flag <laughs> in the background. Yep. I'm assuming this is, this is a promoting WrestleMania 7. Yep. Because it's just got pictures from all the matches and shit. Uh, let's see. We have Ooh. an Undertaker, got an Undertaker one. one. He's in a graveyard. Yep. So just the angle there, it looks like he's, he was, for a minute, it looked like he was pissing on one of the graves. <laughs> he's like, fuck you. Yeah. He just turned around and looked at the camera and like, do you mind? I'm trying to do something here. <laughs> and another, yay, America one. We've got a whole clothing went draped in the American flag and looking very serious. And all oily. Mm-hmm. Literally, the magazine does say, Defender of Faith, the flag, and honour. Yeah. That honourable guy. Yes. Hulk Hogan. Yes, you will fight for the rights of every man. Yeah. Well, certain men. And as long as they're not trying to get over him. <laughs> or, you know, have a relationship with his daughter. Yeah. But look, Shawn Michaels with his lovely rocker's perm. <laughs> but he had at the time. Well, I do love... I've uh, seen this, like, I've heard at the start of a video, it was a review from WSW of the Survivor Series 93. 
Yeah. And at the start of it, they did they showed this old like PSA from the rockers, like you know we like to party, and then Mark James got a cigarette in his mouth, and it's basically an anti-smoking thing. Yeah. And uh, Mark Sean takes the cigarette off Marty, like the party stops when you start smoking. <laughs> it's like, hey kids, don't smoke and all that. Like, this is the rock. Ironically, this is the rockers we're talking about here. They did way worse than fucking smoking cigarettes. Yeah. In their time. Weren't we? Weren't we quite, quite heavy into the party, and we got them in trouble a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, you seen how fucked up like Sean was towards the end of his first run on pills and shit. Then he's back and all oh, that. Oh no, he was fine. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, totally. His little tubs of pills. <laughs> and how how. How fit he looked in that WrestleMania 14 match. <laughs> you know, the first bump he took. You're like, <laughs> you know, like you, could, you could see him wince in pain. Yeah. I mean, the, most, the hardest part of that match is where he, he somehow, I don't know if maybe he insisted on it, but yeah. doing his regular flip into the corner bump. Yeah. He was flipping up the turnbuckle. Like, especially with the impact he goes in, knowing on a good day, he's saying that looks sore, but knowing what condition his back's in at yeah. the time. I'm more thinking like he took quite a few bumps like on his back in that match, and the one that I noticed that was really fucking telling, you know how his little signature flip up thing that he did, you know when he's lying on his back and he jumps up onto his feet. Yeah, the kip up. Yeah, he did that and then he went. <laughs> he like you see him like he did yeah. it and went, but he looked. He didn't look in pain. He looked angry. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was like, like fuck. Like do you think anyone noticed? Well, you clutched your back a bit. Sharpish, so yes, yeah. everyone did notice. But he just, he looked seriously pissed off, man. Oh, I see. I want to ask you a question. I was thinking of it when you were, I was thinking the other day, and I was also thinking of it when you were talking about when you went out for dinner. Yeah, I was yeah. out at the pub yesterday with some friends. Ooh, no, what, I'll, I'll what pub? Yeah, uh, the Thornwood. The Thornwood. Just as you're coming under the bridge into Partick. Yeah, yeah, first, I So you go off one. and you walk back a little bit. Yeah. What I did love is the Wi-Fi password was, sorry, no bams. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the Wi-Fi password in Gallus. Yeah, ball bag. Oh yeah, no. oh, yeah. Uh, actually, I went in Gallus. Me and my dad went to Gallus and went for some tea after we finished painting the other week. Ah, cool. See, day painting, yeah, paint. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't really want to go, but she like, she was like putting on like, well, why was I not invited? Well, my dad's like, you know what, work here, you didn't do any of the painting. <laughs> he done something. <laughs> anyway, I was. Oh, no, and I got a burger, I uh, got cheese and I got bacon on it, but nice. the thing is, do you ever think, find this, because I've found this, burgers, like when you get a burger at a pub, Aye. which more than not, from my experience, are quite, quite good, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, is it always, this means that things are either, burgers are either too small or they're too big, in my, in my yeah, opinion, and also, yeah. but this one in particular, I think this one was a bit too weak, because it was fucking, it didn't help the fact I hadn't eaten really all day yeah, yeah. when I got there, so... Like and it was gone. The burger was gone like that, and then I got. I mean, was it was it a, was it a good tasting burger? Yeah, it was a good not? burger. Yeah. And I got cheese and I got some bacon on, and we all made jokes because some of us were getting bacon on our burger, and we were looking at our pal Dave because I tell you that story when he yeah, took yeah. Ba- our pal Alan's bacon. Like, <laughs> got ba- getting bacon on this burger. Hot night back half. <laughs> I'm watching you. <laughs> but like, I got this burger, and like I said, I didn't hadn't had much to eat, so I'm thinking this is properly scoffing this thing yeah, yeah. what was also funny was my uh, your chips came in a wee mug ah, cool. was a, mug for... a wee mug of chips and Clarky got his and he's like I've never drank a mug of chips before <laughs> <laughs> which I think was pretty funny the fucking chips were roasting by the way they burned the mouth off you uh, said it. like the mug just seemed too small 
Um, yeah, it seems too small. And just in my experience, like it's never usually the right size bucket. It's usually a bit too big where you see a struggle towards the end, or like one, like the one I described. Yeah, or there's one where it's too wee, and like by the time you're go- it's gone, you're like, I'm still a wee bit hungry. You know, uh, maybe I should have had two of them. Mm-hmm. You know, or maybe I should have had a side weight or something. Yeah. You ever, you ever, you think you ever get that? Oh, I got like I, like I was saying that bucket of Glen Lusset. Sometimes it could be the most like delicious fucking thing you've ever eaten, mm-hmm. but it's the size of your face, <laughs> you know. And you're like, you know that way you look at it when it's a bur- burger that's too big, and you're like, like, you know, like how do I attack this thing? <laughs> Will it attack me? <laughs> you know, so will it try to eat me before I eat it. Yes. Is please it sentient? Please don't eat me. I need to eat you. <laughs> but, but I'll tell you one thing. Fucking vegans, man, they just don't know what we're missing. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Have some meat. It's good. <laughs> you know? Have some meat. I think there's some people who, like, mentally they can't eat meat for whatever reasons. I think See, that's, that's cool. You know? Like Brian, I know Brian originally turned to vegan because he had something with liver enzymes and like that. Yeah. Comparison to meat, that's why he initially had to turn to being a vegan. But do you know what the other thing about it is too? And I was, I was, con- I was considering this and thinking about it with Brian, right? You see, if you flip the coin, right? You know, how you see those prank chat things on YouTube and that when meat eaters are pranking their vegan friends and they get all fucking pissy about it and shit. Yeah. See if that was turned the other way around. Mm-hmm. If you done, if a vegan pranked a meat eater and gave him a vegan burger or something. Mm-hmm. See, as long as the bastard tasted good. Yeah. I don't think a meat eater would react as fucked up as a vegan does. Yeah, no, like, on the other side, it's just basically the person who's eating meat and realising it's vegan's like, oh, that's vegan. It's actually taste fashion yeah, there. Well done news, we're mm-hmm. making that taste good. Like, we'll only stop me eating meat. But... I know, but like, like, I remember Grado on his football draft podcast, there was an episode where he got a couple of guys from that show Squad he's on, yeah. and one of the guys who plays that Bobby, the <laughs> mental guy, because he's apparently a vegan, and he thought he took him out to a special one. And he didn't realise that the thing he was eating was vegan. You know, he had this like mac and cheese, vegan mac and cheese, and he ate it. And there were some other things that you wouldn't think that you could make a vegan thing of, but apparently it was. Yeah. And like everything in this pub that he was at was vegan, even I think the beer was as well. Vegan He's, beer? But then he had it, and he went like, he apparently said to him, like, I can't, you know, I can't be vegan. How? Oh, it's the taste good. <laughs> but yeah. he apparently was. But like, I remember I heard some people in college one time like saying, like, oh, I'm going to try this challenge, see if I could do it. I'm not going to say I'm going to be a vegan, but I'm like, oh, I'm going to just try it for like, it was a month or a week or whatever they were doing it for, mm. to see if they could, if they chose to do it, how they would fare. Aye. And I was I was starting to chat about it, and then they started telling me about, oh, it's not just meat and, like, cheese, you can eat, like, some of them don't even eat, like, gelatin or something like that, so I mean, certain sweeties and certain chocolate they can't eat as well, I'm like, mm. like, what kind of existence? Like, fair enough to hold no meat and everything, like, no cheese, no chocolate. What, how can you survive? What kind of existence? What will you eat? You can't live on air. You Just air, that is. Feel the dust, no. <laughs> dust, no. Dust, no. <laughs> dust. I don't want to hark on the, the vegans too much. Yeah. Let's just say vegans are kind of silly. They're kind of silly with their silliness. <laughs> just be a vegan, just don't go on about it. Yes, don't go on about it. Because mm-hmm. then you, when you cause me to go on about how silly you are. <laughs> And I don't have time for that. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of telling you. <laughs> I don't have time for that. I have too much meat to eat. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I like meat. 
that I was at the pub. As I said, I was at the summer with a group of friends. Yes. I said my brother was there as well. And it was our pal Derek. He had had a, a new child and there was a kind of get-together. Uh, we celebratory for him and his mm-hmm. new new sprog. Mm-hmm. Did he have a did he have a, a boy's sprog or a girl's sprog? It was sprog? a girl's sprog. It's his second daughter. He's got two girls now. He has two girl sprogs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to say, what I might be doing a... You don't read a sub-crawl, Paul? Yeah. I might be doing one <laughs> a couple, I might yeah, be doing one one a couple one. weeks' time. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't fare well. No, how far <laughs> did you get? Did you get very far? I don't remember. <laughs> well, it sounds like a good one, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I ha- I have well, I mean, I don't generally enjoy the concept of a sub crawl. You know what I mean? How so? Like when you go to one pub and then do another pub and do another pub. If I'm going to the fucking pub, mm-hmm. I sit my ass down, and the only movement I do is when I'm going to the bar or the fucking toilet. I think the whole aspect of it is the challenge of how far you can get. Yeah. It's, you need to take into account the factor of fresh air as well. Mm-hmm. In between pubs will hit you and you're like, oh man, God. Yeah. yeah. Like, also the other fact that apparently, oh, when, you're on, when you get back from the subway after the pub, you can't sit down or something like that. No matter yeah. how pissed you are. But you can stand and march stupidly, mm-hmm. drunkenly against the yes. door or pole. Mm-hmm. Right, and well, then you may be like that man who I seen on YouTube who was so drunk he tried to get on a bus and fell off. <laughs> no, he tried to get on the train uh-huh. and he got on and staggered about a bit and fell back off again. <laughs> and most of the passengers who were sitting down and sober went, ha ha ha. Well, you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you wouldn't be laughing if you were him, but no, else not, you'd be not laughing. if you were him, you were like, oh God, I have embarrassed myself. <laughs> that was laughing. I was once like you. What's, I was human once. I thought you could say, I was sober once. <laughs> and then I didn't like it. That's why I got so drunk. <laughs> yes. I, I'm i fine with sobriety. I've made my peace with it. Okay. That's why I drink tea. <laughs> I like tea. Good for you. But, but you I should. You, I I recommend tea, even though you say you don't like it. I do recommend it. I'm not, yes, I'm just a tea or coffee man ah. myself. You disappoint me. <laughs> well, excuse me. No, I'll 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 be King Arthur from Monty Python. You make me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Come, Patty. <laughs> oh, I see. Running away. Aye, aye. You yellow bastards. I'll Come back here and get what's coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bite your legs. <laughs> but as I was trying to say a few days, I was in the pub. Alright, anyhow, back uh, to your story. You're in the hell. pub. I feel like I've been in the pub for <laughs> fucking ages now. <laughs> well, I was in the pub. <laughs> right, go on. Right, I was in the, in there with the fellas and You've bro. been in there a long time. Yeah, no. I had my burger. Like, it feels like ages ago since I had that burger and get out or another one. <laughs> okay. But, uh, we're in the pub, we're all drinking, and my pal Quacko, I'll tell you how quick, how loud he can be. Yeah. He got told off for, for being very loud. Yeah. Because uh, we were all, it was me, him, our brother Ross, our pal Stephen and Alan. Yeah. Who were all getting rounds in. So basically one person buys one and then next one it's somebody else's rounds. Yeah. So on. I know, I know the routine of rounds. I know. I just. Yeah. I know how to avoid buying more than one too. How's that? Well, I, I would be I'll, the first. No, no, you never be the first. No, that is not the trick. Oh, that's the trick. The trick is you go in. 
and you let someone else buy the second one, uh-huh. and you let someone else buy the third and fourth one, you know, you first by the time you get to about the fourth round, everyone's kind of merry, right? Mm-hmm. So when it gets to the fifth round, mm-hmm. you you make a big fucking deal. You go, I'm getting this one in. Uh-huh. It's my turn now. I've not took a turn yet, uh-huh. and you make sure what you do that. And then when you've done it right, mm-hmm. you rounds what? And then by the time it goes back round again, everybody's tanned mm-hmm. to the point where nobody knows whose shot it is. Uh. So you could get through a night by only buying maybe one or two rounds. If you do it strategically. <laughs> yeah. But I am done, so you you finish with your story now. So I don't it. want to eat into it too much. You'll be in the pub forever if I, I don't. Let me out. <laughs> All right. I was in... We were getting the rounds in and we're pal Dave before we started doing this whole round thing buggered off. Dave. Uh-huh. Because he just he spotted somebody else he, that he worked with or something like that. Yeah. So he went away and he started talking to them and we were taking the piss and going, Dave, he doesn't like dogs. But seemingly when he sees somebody he knows, he acts like when he gets how excited he gets. Like, someone I know, person, talk to me. Yay. <laughs> he buggered off and he's done this burn for a good while now. And... We started the whole round thing and where we went in and uh, saying like, Dave, you're not included in this yeah. or something else. I'm like, I know, like, I bought rounds. So I'm like, no, you you bought rounds for those other people you're talking to and they bought drinks for you. You're not included in this round and you buggered off. <laughs> and then he's trying like, how oh, about this? And then Kwaku, Kwaku's a few pints in at this point and he starts very loud to go, you fucked off. He said, you fucked off. He said that very repeatedly. And I'm standing up because I'm a bit ahead to the bar with my menu and say, oh, can I have this burger in it? And... I can see bar staff are looking over at this point and thinking, oh God, it's not good. Yeah. And then eventually one comes over and says that there were still a few people in the pub that had kids in with them. And Sebi said, like, wait, can you... Shut up. Can you, can you bring it down with a swear and please? Just yeah. like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then, so Kwaku then went, you left! <laughs> Quite loudly. <laughs> so Kwaku being very, and that loud booming voice that he has, yeah. got him in some trouble. I I feel I would I I feel I would love to be in the presence of Wasquaku. You always speak so highly of him, you know, and of his, his masterfully loud voice. <laughs> he shouted something at somebody. I can't remember what he shouted, but I know that he was in such a close vicinity of me that it was in right where booming in my right ear, like fucking El Quaku. <laughs> inside voice, man. Use your, use your inside voice. <laughs> uh, well, but the best part is we were trying to still our pal Dave up. Because yeah. after a point he was eating this jelly because he hadn't. He said, "Oh, I'm not gonna get any food. Oh, I had like had cereal before I came out or something like that. I had special care of work here." And they're like, oh, I suppose that was very filling. Mm. And like, oh, I'm gonna get a Domino's something later on. I'm like, fine, fair enough. He didn't want food, but then he's like, oh, quite a few pints in, and he's quite hanging at this point. So we get him some food. We get him some chili. We'll just see. We have him order his own chili, but like, he's he's out there like where he's bowl of chili, fucking. He looks quite out of it. I've been there. And then we're trying to get him on some soft drink, maybe, or some water, you know, yeah. soap him up a wee bit, you know, get him back in. And uh, we've seen these texts, this woman, right, and they met on some date and that, right. And basically, long story short, his phone gets taken off him by, like, Alan or Stephen, <coughs> and we're trying to soap him up and trying to arrange for him to meet up this lassie <laughs> from Falkirk. I don't know if I should be even telling this story. Yeah, it's one of those ones where you've started now. Yeah. 
you know. I mean, I'm, I think I'm telling the I'm telling the clean version. Let's see, well, I'm going to tell the clean version of this story. Ah, good, good. I, I think I'm telling the clean version of the, my night in the pub in general because there's certain things that we talked about which we said would not leave the table we were sat at. Yes. So as a good friend, I will not tell them. But basically, we were trying to sober Dave up, and we're anyone like, come on, like arrange to meet this lassie. Hover comes through, like mate, you need your nap king, as we said. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to arrange for this woman to come through. At one point, he takes the phone back and basically tells the woman that his pals were egging him on and trying to sober him up. Like, Dave, don't tell her that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I've not had the best luck with him, but even I know that. Yeah. You don't say that. And we're all... I've never been so invested in someone else possibly getting a hold of my entire life <laughs> than I was in this. <laughs> and then, a personal quest for you is all to get him laid. And then the majority of the next day, we're all impending, like, we're, as the day went on, we were more and more impatient to hear back from Dave how the evening went. Because <laughs> some of us were worried that somehow something would still go wrong. Like, he'd get home and still be a bit drunk, so he'd accidentally fall asleep or something. <laughs> but, like, we're all messing, like, Dave, what happened? Did you? Did What happened? We need to know. <laughs> like, did he? Uh, I won't say on this on this podcast. Because, again, I've already told him the story that... Because oh. I don't know if you'll listen to this or not. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so sorry, you, Dave. You you do not wish to break the friend's code of silence. Don't want to break the circle of trust. The circle of trust bond, the tur- the bond formed in the pub. Mm-hmm. Yes, when you're sitting in the pub telling tales, there is a bond. There is a silence. Mm-hmm. It's understood. Basically, I think this is like this is not the worst thing I could tell like of the evening or even this part, particular portion of the evening. It's <laughs> like you thought that was bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but like, a really, it's a really a nice story. I think it is about basically us trying to help a guy out. Yeah, try to help a man in his, his time of drunk. Instead of one man, by then you got a bit four or five of them. Yeah, that's always good, like, man. Fucking see, we ordered an Uber for him and everything. Yeah, was it? How was he when you let him go? Uh, he was he was doing much better when he when he left. Yeah, did you get him get him food and soft drinks? And yeah, such? Got, we got him a coat and like like just drink this. Yeah, sober up a wee bit. I tell him we splashed some cold water, possibly when he got in. Yeah. Like that. But like, I think he did all right. That's good. That's good. It was a, it was a fun night out at the pub, you know. It's nice sometimes just to get out amongst pals and all that. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, it's, 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 a lot, it's not something I would have said when I was younger, but now that I'm not younger. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice because a lot of the time when you're old, when you're older and when you're busy it doesn't happen as often so when it does happen it's always mm-hmm. you know there's always a lot more to it when it happens yeah i don't want to sound kind of poofy and say oh, it's so special <laughs> but you know but there's a lot there's a lot it's a lot nicer when it happens you know you enjoy it more you know uh wait derek i mentioned who this was kind of for he seems to be one of the most enthusiastic people about the whole sub curl thing yeah and it's just it brings me to the example kim bridges talked about Nobody can buy like the new father or the newly married man. They don't want to go back, <laughs> and, and that just seems to be what Derek is going through now with this sub girl thing. Like, I need this sub girl. He'll outlast everyone. Like, don't, I can't go home yet. Don't take this away. I need this. Derek, we've been to every pub. Oh, let's keep going. It's half seven in the morning. Yeah, there is no I more pubs. We've been to them all. I can't go home. <laughs> well, everybody else has. <laughs> Uh. And Jesus, I was waiting quite a while for the bus because the bus stop was right across the road. Jeez. And I wasn't waiting that long, but it was longer than I thought I would wait for. 
Uh, fucking hell, the cold air really fucking woke me up a bit I'll after bet, I came out the pub. Bet. It's been really chilly recently. Yeah, and I got kind of a casual jacket on because it wasn't that cold when I went out, but like this is close to nine or shit, eight, nine or ten at night. Yeah. So it's definitely getting really cold by this point. So I'm outside, it's properly pitch black, it's fucking yeah. freezing, I'm standing at the bus stop like that. No, I, I felt it this morning when I was waiting on the, well this afternoon when I was waiting on the bus back from Sean's, mm-hmm. right in the fucking legs man, you know, yeah. you know that way you stand at the bus stop sometimes you're like fucking, mm-hmm. hurry up bus, it's cold. Yeah. And I got on the bus and the first thing I was like, ah, oh, nice, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the bus was warm, <laughs> you know. But it was one of those talking buses mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> well, the bus speak. The bus it, is sentient. Yeah, like the train, uh-huh. you know. The bus will now be at mm-hmm. Leo Two Academy, and you're like, like, yeah, and <laughs> we know where we're going, bus. <laughs> Don't need your information. Yeah, really and, like... it, and it didn't have any Wi-Fi on it, so it was boring. Uh-huh. I really would like to get Brian back on some to talk about that evening, see if he remembers some things a bit better. Yeah, well, he'll probably remember much like I did, and he'll probably <laughs> keep it as, hopefully, we'll keep it as clean as I did too, hopefully. Hopefully. But also, like, to like, get him on, because, like, you talked about how you've spoken very highly of Impact Wrestling recently, and, and Brian kind of got you by now, because Brian stumbled upon it. Yeah, he stumbled, I like, I was so stoked, like, I, like I've said previously, like, he's found the wrestling, like, he's, <laughs> like, he's not only piqued his interest but also got him back into wrestling yeah because he he hates the wwe he hates the product mm-hmm. he's not keen and he only kind of likes nxt all right you know he's 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 had a look at nxt he's, mm-hmm. he's it's still not really grown on him yet all right he likes some of it mm-hmm. like he likes the the cruiserweight types and whatnot he loves that yeah well he'd like the fact that the cruiserweight division's coming back yeah yeah, yeah. but He's very into Impact, and he, he probably will, now that we've got that link, mm-hmm. he'll probably will investigate a bit more and mm-hmm. see what's out there other than just WWE, because yeah. he, he really hates it. You know, in the game, we, watch, we watched more of the fucking the glitches oh. <laughs> with that game, and, you know, I looked at the price on PS4, 54 quid they want for that fucking thing. I know. And it's... I've never in my life seen a game with so many fuck ups. I know it's. I'm, I'm, I kind of almost feel bad because. Yeah. Did you buy it? No. It's oh, one of the good. first. It's one of the like, first years in a while I've not. Pro, I've not really went out and bothered investing in getting the game because. Yeah. I feel bad because I think it's one of the things with these yearly releases, developers only have a set time to finish it before the people in charge like we need to get this game. Well, out. that is true, but you'd think you'd at least manage to put out a polished product. You I know, know what I mean? That's the thing. They don't think they had time. A, the public order because yeah. they want it out for a set time because like oh we need it's a usual reason we need it out by this time yeah. so we can have it out for people can buy it Christmas and chill it out and but really like, in reality you know, at most they have like nine months to develop it yeah. and with certain games and with so much what they were promising would be in the game I don't think they can really do that in nine months yeah very true but, but it was like looking at glitches like Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss coming out without a face <laughs> you know what I mean like Becky Lynch came out and she was just teeth yeah <laughs> <laughs> You know, and it's the same because you talked about all the things that were they were gonna feature in like the four of them showcase the updated my career mode and max max challenge being involved and all this other thing like Becky being the first woman since China to be on the cover and all that and yet yeah. but now it's all gonna be just being on the cover of a game with so many problems. Yeah, like 
and I get like why they wanted it. They said they wanted it for Christmas and all that and shit like that. But like, why do they need uh, like yearly releases? They really they, don't. They never really. Did they ever used to do yearly releases? Like, I don't think so. Do like the SmackDown games just come out every couple of years or something like that? Yeah, we took like basically. I think what your point is you're trying to make is we took our time mm-hmm. to put out a decent fucking product. Yeah. Because right up until about. Right up until about 14, I'd say, the games were still pretty solid. Yeah. You know, right up until about 14. I'd say that, yeah. And then like, by by that point, they st- just everyone they brought out seemed less and less mm-hmm. right, you know? Yeah. And my particular, like, I don't much like certain things about, uh, like, most recent game I bought was 18, you know, because of the huge roster on it. Mm-hmm. And I hate, I really hate the whole... You know, the old pinning and the, the, the controls in the game. I just don't like the setup. Mm-hmm. The like, spe- like, particular one of mine is a ladder match. Mm-hmm. We've got to do that fiddly wee mm-hmm. fucking circle thing. Mm-hmm. You've got to get the thing in the thing just to get the belt off the thing. <laughs> and you're like, for goodness sake, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I I was only just used to the wee bar. Yeah. You know, like... The thing is, like, I know, like, the reason why they want the year releases is probably... Money really do with money more than that. Yeah, it's always about bloody money. I know. It's always that's it always comes down to the mighty the almighty dollar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like Vince needs anymore. <laughs> I think it's more two K and video game developers in general rather yeah. than just WWE, but I gave like the idea of like taking your time with a game, if anything that'll cause more anticipation, which means people will really rush out to really buy it. Yeah. When it does come out. Because the thing with WWE games is like, part, part of the reason, not just because of this whole collection that I stopped buying the games, is like, I didn't see the point in buying the newest game when just a year earlier I was buying this other game that said, oh, it comes with all this stuff. Yeah, And, and then the next year we said, oh yeah, but this one has all this stuff. And by the time you get, like, see what, 2K, like 17? Yeah. Like, give it a few years and then by the time you've got this newer game with all these better features and this one just gets lifted the same thing, like, why the fuck did I bother buying this one then? Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't really get an adequate amount of time to really enjoy the game or get into mm-hmm. the game. Yeah. Before the next one's out, and you're like, oh, I've hardly even. It's the same with a lot of things yeah. nowadays where you get something, you enjoy it for a set amount of time, but it's not seen it very long before something new and that same vein comes out. Yeah. That's saying, oh yeah, but you spent all this this big amount of money. This this thing's got all this all this stuff, all these features. So please spend a, a same similar, if not more, amount of money. On yeah, this thing. I mean, we live in such a such a disposable sort of society. Everything's mm-hmm. throw away. Yeah, you know, like because like you could. It's a lot like consoles, for example. Yeah. You know, you get you get like uh you get a PS4 or something or uh-huh. like, and then now we're talking the PS5 is coming out. You know, mm-hmm. and then I don't know what the next Xbox is. You know, but mm-hmm. consoles come out like like clockwork. You know, what I mean games. Mm-hmm. Or even quicker, you know what I mean? One one minute a game could be like a big fucking thing and then like a couple of months later like, Oh no, you need to play this game now. Yeah, you need to do this and like you say like two K or like fucking oh here's main here's wrestling eighteen, here's nineteen, here's twenty, like, oh fuck, look, look. Yeah. We're rushing it so much the game sucks, but <laughs> hey look, buy it, buy it, go uh-huh. on. And like one of the best examples I said about stuff moving so quickly and then you need to buy a new thing is like phones basically oh. like because you can buy a phone that's like the latest model and everybody's talking yeah. about it and so quickly within like a, 
play a span of time, you can immediately you can have like three different types of phones. Oh, your phones totally. come out, and then everybody's looking at you with your phone. Like you've got that kind of one, you've not got this phone. Sebastian, Sebastian's going on a lot, right, about wanting one of these new phones around, and he told me it was a thousand and something pounds, <sighs> and I was like, I I lost the shit. I was like, what fucking person in the right head spends a thousand pounds on a fucking phone? I know. You know. You know my my phone that I occasionally talk on <laughs> when I have that, occasional that, money in it. I was gonna say that is usually the the process. That's usually what phones are for. Well, I have I have an an interweb phone mm-hmm. which I do not talk on. I have my little phone which <laughs> I talk on. You know, but you know how much that phone cost? Yeah. But forty pence. <laughs> you know, forty fucking pence, and you know what it does? Phones it people? calls and it sends messages. It's a phone. Well, sends messages le- doesn't always receive messages when I try to send you messages because <laughs> you don't always have money in said phone. Lee's phones, these are not phones. These are many interwebs, <laughs> many interweb devices. <laughs> the concept of a phone died long ago. Exactly. You know, I mean, whatever happened to the days was just having calls and text and snake. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with calls and text and snake. It's actually quite adequate. <laughs> but yeah, and you have your, your modern phones that have calls and texts and interwebs and mm-hmm. emails and Bluetooth and <laughs> all that shit. You know? And do you know what the bad thing is, particularly mm-hmm. about smartphones and Bluetooth headphones? Uh-huh. I like to listen to a radio on the phone. Cannot do that without a headphone jack. So you can't listen to radio with Bluetooth headphones on. Uh-huh. Well, I'm sure you probably can in a sense. You know, you can listen to it online, mm-hmm. but you can't just listen to a regular radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with a little phone and with normal plug-in headphones, mm-hmm. yeah, radio. <laughs> radio. I can sit and be dull and listen to BBC Radio 4, <laughs> as, I, as I am of habit to do. Be it. I love how we went from from video games to Radio 4. Yeah. One of the many weird journeys we take on this show. We, we do take many a weird journey. But we, uh, see, we see that rabbit hole and we go, fuck it, we jump in that <laughs> bastard. We'll be, we'll be gold. <laughs> gold at the bottom of that rabbit hole. <laughs> not, a, not a giant drop and a broken leg. <laughs> we'll be gold along with the broken leg. <laughs> Yay! What are you going to do with this gold? Probably spend it to get my leg fixed. What's wrong with your leg? Look at it. It's fucked. <laughs> Legs fucked. <laughs> Back's fucked. <laughs> Brain was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, coming back to the whole impact thing, like, because it's, I was, I don't know, I was surprised at first when you mentioned, oh, Brian's fine wrestling and he likes and you were talking about impact. Yeah. Because it seems like, like, for a while, even when Impact was still, like, kind of suffering, mm. and when it started suddenly getting better, like, it did in, like, 18, because for a big while, there was all this big talk about, like, we shot their own, like, fucking Impact's back and all that. Yeah. And, like, they're, they're a viable alternative again, and they're making good decisions, but it seemed to be, like, WWE, i.e., split in half as it is now, like, good stuff, NXT, everything else. Shite. Yeah. And the main things we're talking about is wrestling were WWE, Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan. Yeah. Now since they have an AEW and now also occasionally like the NWA keeps popping up in the headlines because NWA is fucking yeah great yeah. at the moment. And like Impact, it was about 
because I don't think as many people talk about Impact because AEW is such the hot thing and Ring of Honor especially has fallen like drastically and like the with totem pole of like people talk about like, wrestling. New Japan's pretty yeah. much the same. It's starting to expand more. It's starting to offshoot American promotion of itself. Yeah. With the career titles, New Japan of America. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, so I didn't. I was a bit surprised, but like, I, I think that's the thing with the landscape. As we were talking about a couple weeks ago, like, there's something out there for everyone, and yeah, Brian's got something yeah. for him. Some people like New Japan. Some people prefer AEW and NXT and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, I I think when I really look at it, I I'm one of those that can find something in most. I mean, there's always going to be something. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think I pick and choose with my wrestling promotions, but at the moment, I'm definitely an Impact fan. <laughs> you know, because I I love I love the characters in Impact. You know? Yeah, and I I really like a lot of the wrestling in it is quite stiff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so it looks <laughs> like see when you see somebody take a kick in Impact. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, you go, ah, oh, you know, yeah, like when you see like that Elgin bomb, you're like, oh man, he's fucked him up. <laughs> or when you see Willie Mack doing a fucking five star or some <laughs> shit and basically pancaking a person into a canvas, yeah, like, dang, that big fucker just landed on him, <laughs> you know. You, you talked about that guy who on YouTube yellow his energy and that what was his name Wrestling Days Wrestling Days aye because I think I've become I think I know who the guy you're talking about because NWA before the start of like their episodes will show like, all these reactions to it yeah. and like there's this video of people talking about how NWA's back and all the reactions to power and, it, and they keep coming back to clips of this guy Wrestling Days watching hat like mine beard skinny English guy yeah, English he's like ah, what's ah, happening ah, ah. He's so excited yeah. about everything. They seem to keep coming back to him quite often because I'm assuming also they love his energy and like. Yeah, but see, I love his reactions to the fiend <laughs> because he's like, "Oh my god, it's the fiend!" Yeah. Ah, you're like, "Yeah, you love it, man." <laughs> well, I you should see some of his reactions to like some of the shit that's going on and yeah. like, like I said, like you got these likes to that you can maybe watch on there, but like it's on YouTube, it's like in there. Was and he well, was he doing the thing? Was he hopping in uh, his chair and going, "Ah, <laughs> shit, it's cool." It's like. You've got NW, it's on YouTube every like Tuesday, it's usually 11 at night, so by Wednesday you wake up, and on YouTube there's AW Dark, which has got some cool matches that were on the main show, but yeah. it's not like all these shitty like secondary guys, usually like, really high Solid quality matches, guys, and you've got uh, NWA Power, which has got that real old school feel, like in last week's AW Dark was in Philly, so they, they had Taz as a guest commentator, Yeah, he, he was pretty cool on commentary cool. with Taz. Uh, NWA's announced that on the 14th of December they'll have, they're coming back to pay-per-view. It's going to be yeah. called NWA Into the Fire. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, the funny thing that happened at Impact, sorry, not Impact, uh, AEW. Yeah. And on Dynamite where uh, Chris Jericho and his inner circle were mm. up in their personal like skybox. Cool. With the exception of Jake here because he was preparing for an MMA fight. Oh. Which got thrown out because he kept he needed a guy in the balls, which you're not allowed to do. <laughs> and then Trent said, oh, I didn't need him in the balls. And it, but then the replay showed he blatantly did. Yeah. But they're up in the uh, skybox. It's the L, former LAX and Sammy Guevara along with Jericho. Up yeah. there. And Cody comes in for an interview with Tony Savani and just hear they've got air horns and Jericho's like going, Boo! <laughs> Boo! You suck, Cody! <laughs> so, and then Cody, like, an unnecessary jab, I think, but like he was putting a point which is a point that I do like with some wrestling, but he didn't need to throw in the whole dirty thing. Like, yeah. They don't like when somebody runs in the ring to chase somebody and the other guy runs out the ring. 
person suddenly who's in the ring now suddenly acts like they can't get to them. Yeah. And Cody was like, no, it's not like, it's not like that here. I can be, I could come up there and kick your ass. But then he had to throw in, you know, it's not like that other place we used to work. I can, this isn't an invisible wall here. Like, yeah. just, just say there's not an invisible wall. Don't mention the other place. Yeah. You have to do that. They went, oh yeah, but it's four and one. So then eventually, which really, some people can't help Cody like, First Dustin comes out. Yeah. And fucking, he's always out in full gear in the half face painting. <laughs> I, I just like to assume he goes everywhere and that just. Just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely when a fight on a match is going to break out, someone's going to need a run in. And then. Are you ready, Dustin? Then MJF comes out and he's got his scarf and Jericho does a wee cool doy went, Who's supposed to be afraid of someone wearing a scarf? <laughs> and then who's the fourth guy you expect? Oh, Young Mucks or maybe Brandy Rose will come out? Yeah. No. Fucking DDP comes out. He's pals with Cody and he's he looked yeah. up to Dusty Rhodes and all that. And he comes to and then the four of them all go up and then Cody Jericho locks them in this wee room of the skybox <laughs> and it's got glass on their pieces of laughing like, ah, you can't get it. just Cody takes MJF's scar, wraps it in his hands, bashes through the door <laughs> <laughs> And then they just do a big massive brawl backstage yeah. of the concession but That seems cool. <laughs> And then uh, Pac and uh, John Moxley went to a timeout draw because the TV time expired. Ah. Which is pretty cool. So yeah, like you could use that light to watch their next pay-per-view, which is full gear on the 9th, AEW, and Cody and Jericho in the main event for the title. I will. Mm-hmm. We could you can watch it in the next week. We can talk about it. Yes. Wouldn't that be awesome? It would. It would. It would. It would. Because <laughs> I, I now have the capability. We have the means... And the desire. <laughs> but I want to talk about some before we head off into our, our Frasier review episode. I know you're very much looking before forward to Before we head into Lobos. Yes. Yes. Before we talk about your your one of your favourites, BB Glazer. Yes. I make you a star. We briefly talked about it before you came on, but should we talk about this new Iron Brew that's coming out? Or limited I sup- version I, of Iron Brew? I suppose we should talk about it. It's going to be Iron Brew 1901. Just maybe it's more sugary, yeah. limited edition for Christmas. But like, I think it's just a marketing thing. Like, oh, yeah. we bring back sugar so you'll buy it and bottom everybody will go mental. But you see, the it. thing is, right, we'll take away the sugar that you loved. Mm-hmm. We'll take away the, ing- the recipe you loved. Mm-hmm. We'll replace it with some horrible sweetener-infused bullshit mm-hmm. that tastes like crap anyway. Or as some people have said, someone put a little... Uh, of this a meme thing right yeah and like the new recipe and it was a fox pissing on a tree <laughs> you know but um fucking we do that and then we come out and we say oh we're not going to bring the recipe back we'll bring out this energy drink that's got more sugar in it and blah 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 but nobody will like it anyway it's and then there. oh Christmas is coming we'll bring out a cinnamon one well, which is going to be shite anyway what? They're bringing out a cinnamony iron brew for Christmas. Why? Because they're cunts. Also, why does everything have to be cinnamon, cinnamon related at Christmas? Like, it's I just don't, that way. I don't. I don't. I know cinnamon. I don't immediately think cinnamon when I think Christmas. Like, now you've, now you've got me all worked up. But no, we do that, and then, like you say, we're bringing out this nineteen oh one original, like proper original recipe, mm-hmm. right? Was Almost double the sugar the one they took away had, mm-hmm. right? Which completely goes against their whole marketing claim that, 
all the reason we took it away. Oh, everybody's changing tastes. Uh-huh. I see. He'll bring back double the sugar, Lynn. You well, know. Well, they claim everyone's changing tastes, but some people don't change their tastes. So maybe it's for those people. Those it's, people. It's, this is just me playing devil's advocate, by the way. Yeah, those people can fuck off. <laughs> I ain't no fucking devil's advocate. I hope you're the fucking devil. <laughs> but like, those people can fuck off. Fuck right off. <laughs> so I can. Fucking, fucking boo, man. I'm telling <laughs> you. But why can't we just admit? Why can the people at Iron Brew not just fucking admit that they fucked up? Because they're too stubborn, Paul. You know, that is what they done. They took it. They took away the per- a person's, the customer's fucking... Right to choose. Mm-hmm. Came out with some bullshit fucking excuses as to why we did that. Realised our sales are dropping and they just won't admit that they fucked up. So they'll try every goddamn stupid-ass market employee to try and, you know, brush it off. You know? But now, see, the ball is in the customer's court once again, in my opinion, because with this 1901 stuff, mm-hmm. they are fucking expecting fans of Iron Brew to cut off their nose despite their face in the sense of not, like, we're boycotting. They'll expect people to boycott this and all. Uh-huh. Just a general stupid principle, you know what I mean? Yeah. But this is a time when people should be out there and fucking snapping this shit up. Uh-huh. Because if we're offering you full sugar and double the sugar, you buy it so that the sales will basically tell them, like, wait, no, people want the sugar. Mm-hmm. You know? Because if you don't buy it, they're going to come up with love seed. People's taste is changing. Mm-hmm. No, people want the goddamn sugar back. I Bitches. I don't think they are. But I, don't, I would assume that they wanted people to go mental over the fact that there's sugar limited, back in there they would buy it for a, a limited, limited time. edition. Yeah. Yeah, which will take away. You know, that's why they. That's why they. I think they'd expect people to go mental. I mean, I mean, are you saying you're you're not going to buy it? Oh, hell, I'm going to buy it. So of course, I'm going to try and buy it as well. I'm I don't know when it comes it. out. Yeah. But do you do you believe all right? But if we bring this limited edition thing out, people go fucking ape shit for it, and buy it in the buy it in the droves. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That that will fucking wake them up. I think it, I think it, like I said, it's too too expected that this thing will go up because people will want it. But I think like I said, they're too stubborn to admit that they're they were wrong. Do you think it will wake them up and they'll find some way to just bring back the proper one though? Anyway, but even if they do bring it back, expect the price of Iron Brew to go up, though, if they do bring it back. See, that, that's, that's, what what happened, that's what happened with Coke and yeah. Pepsi and shit like that. That's what they... everyone's been saying, though. Just bring it the fuck back. We don't care. We will pay the fucking extra. Everyone, every goddamn customer and every comment I've read since we've fucked up has said, look, why didn't you just give us the damn choice? Then again, you're thinking this could be some sort of manipulation marketing thing that they bring it back uh at a raised price because people want the sugar back so much this could be a whole thing take the sugar away bring it back make them want it so bad they don't care how much they want it I'm getting into full on conspiracy theory and you territory should. but you're like usually like so they take it away from them make them want it so bad they don't care the fact that we're overcharging them again for it <laughs> but you... we, we, they won't notice the fact that wait a minute this is, a, this is way more than it was before shh shh have your sugar take it back you wanted your sugar didn't you yeah yeah take it back Drink it, damn it. Have you seen the thing on Facebook? Mm-hmm. The Swarm thing? No. The Futurama thing? No. Oh, I'll show you. It's like, it's basically going into that conspiracy you were saying. Uh-huh. You know, like, in, in, in the Swarm episode of Futurama, it's like, take it away, we'll make a new Swarm. <laughs> and then we'll bring back classics. 
slur him. You know? But, it, like, like, what's the thing with that? It's Iron Brew. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll take it away from him. Then we'll give them it back. I remember, I think some people were doing the taking the piss out of uh, when they duff, something duff clothes or something like that, they took duff away. And Simpsons went when they did when they changed the recipe, like, we're through this new duff light or something like this new duff extra. Yeah. Which just as good. And it was 20 minutes later. Well, that's the end of me. Yeah, well, that was the alcohol with alcohol buy episode, oh, prohibition yeah. episode. Oh yeah. We're, we know our customers buy duff for its robust flavor. This new alcohol-free duff will be selling great. <sighs> well, that's, that's the end, end of me. me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get you beer baron. No, you won't. Yes, I will. Going about as if in this new hat. As if to say, look at me, Rick Spannon. I, I have a new hat. hat. <laughs> uh, the Simpsons. <laughs> but from The Simpsons to another great show. Frasier. This is season three, Paul. Episode 21. Where there's smoke, there's fire. We don't even, you talked about the abyss. We don't even start in the abyss. I know. We're in the home. Ah. And we start with Daphne opening the door as Niles come in. He's on the phone. He seems quite upset. The yeah. person he's talking to went, after all we've been through, after all the good times, you can't loan me a measly $4,000. <laughs> Alright, bye. Thanks for nothing. They call themselves the Friendly Bank. Yeah. <laughs> I think they lured you in to make you assume maybe something to Maris or yeah. something like that. How, but, wait, no. so, wait, he says, like, how hard it is for me to ask you for this. <laughs> what do you need the money for? Oh, he's seen this like antique like fit still or something yeah, like that. Yeah, antique That's why he wants four thousand dollars for like. And Martin's all like, "I'll it for four thousand dollars." I was your mom. I didn't even pay that for her first house. Yes, Dad. I know. I lived there. Pretty much the reaction you had when you said that when said but thought about that phone for a thousand pounds. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck's sake!" <laughs> <laughs> Are you mental? And like he's what they're trying to tell Nails like. You've not got Maris's money anymore, and that you're separate. You need to start cutting back. Like, I did. I had to cut. I told my masseuse I can only see him once a week. <laughs> I guess I remember there was a scene in the Grates of Wrath when Mama O'Hare had to do that. <laughs> and then uh, Daphne says to him like, "Oh, try coupons, and uh, that'll. It's a great way to save money and that." Mm. Like, hmm, coupons. I can cut these out and give them to my personal shopper. <laughs> and then Mark uh, Fraser comes in and like he's asking a BB called. And uh, Niles is just a poly. You're not still dealing with that barracuda, are you? <laughs> Barracuda's what you want in an age of Niles. And then he needs like, info on this new station owner. I think this becomes kind of a theme, much like the new station manager, where there's neither a new owner of the station or a new manager. Like, a new yeah. person, always, new boss is always coming in. There's always a new boss. Well, there was until there was until we had Kenny. Yeah, there was Tom, there was... Uh, uh, there was Tom, there Kate, was Kate. Yeah, Kate. I don't and, know why I forgot her name. And then yeah. there's, there's this guy. And there was Will. The Big, Big Willie. Willie. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm just laughing at that. But, uh, yeah, but he's trying to figure out some any information he can to try yeah. and appease, try to suck up to the new owner of the station, yeah. the Fraser. And uh, in comes In comes Roz. Roz. She's got the news on the new owner. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, his name's, name's William, 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 Boom. Bur- William Boom, but he's... William Boom, but he's the first Big Willie, and then uh, quick as a flash, definitely like, oh, that's not good to do Saki, is it? <laughs> you <laughs> like you like the novels of Zane Gray, uh, and, and you're jumping wh- ahead of it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> like he's a five-year-old Texan, he's got no formal education, but he went from being a 
or give a helper to O'Neill Media Empire. Multi billion yeah, empire. Media, media empire like Invader's trying to try to please him because like if he likes you he'll take you national and all that and he wants to be big and yeah. like basically like and he's trying to find his interest and that's when he comes to the bit with Roy's yeah, like, hmm. He enjoys the novels of Zang Grey. Like Zang Grey, rodeos and all that. And, and whittling. Wow, Fraser. Like, you two were separated at birth. <laughs> he also owns a $5,000 cattle ranch and owns the world's biggest collection of six years. Dear God, I'm sucking up this Yosemite Sam. And Fraser's Ro- looking at these, uh, these scribbles. Oh, my God. I don't even know what... I can't remember what he's looking at. I don't even know what this is, but I, it's in bulk. It's only $2 and I want it. <laughs> And uh, Rod looks at him like, you're, you're clipping out coupons? I'm economizing. I'm economizing. Well, you should. It's about time. You spend money like a drunken sailor, she said authoritatively. Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, yeah, so they're trying to figure out on this. And like, Phaedra was like, oh, he said, oh, God. I'm sucking up to you. Mr. Boom, Big Willie. Rod, I'm just not ready to call him that yet. <laughs> It's the way it says it is like Big Willie Ross just not ready to call him that way yet. And they're going through the hallway of the the radio station and Ross is trying to suggest some sort of western theme for the show to suck up to him. Yeah. It's like, oh yes, uh, it's a whole lot, three hours on how to get for the inner youngin. <laughs> and they got there a bit waiting for Gil to wrap up his show before they can start and uh, Bulldog Bear fishes <laughs> because he's, he's told Gil that it's a he's rich... like, I've just convinced Gil that New Honor's a Greek tycoon. <laughs> so he's in there giving the big leads to, like, talking about how this fit is fitter, yeah. the Greek cheese is better than camembert and all that. Yeah. And then he goes, this is Gil's person saying, Bon Appetit, or as they say in Athens, mm-hmm. Carlio Rexy. <laughs> and then as soon as he comes in, Bundles comes in, he's pissed in his cell, <laughs> and even Fraser's laughing. He's like, like, you've been had, Gil. The New Honor's new from Texas. Oh, I hope you're happy. I just gave four thoughts of a called The Taste of Grease. And believe me, that is no misnomer. <laughs> and uh, Bulldog's in the bed's like, oh, you're wasting your time. This old cootie probably can't eat anything but peas. And it's, uh, it's, what is it? Mushed peas and Rosarina or some That's shit. Something like that. And then as he's saying that... The big Willie's behind him. Nah, big fuck off here, but he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does fucking look like you sent me Sam. You know interesting side fact? You know who that actor is? Yeah. Have you seen Men in Black? Uh-huh. The first movie? Uh-huh. Well, do you remember Tommy Lee Jones' old partner? Vaguely, I don't know. His old man partner who oh, he yeah. has before Will Smith. Oh, yeah. That's him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Bet you didn't know it. I did not. Uh, every day's a school day. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, so he comes in and uh, uh, Bulldog, sorry, immediately about to put on his feature and just when he goes, I'm a Skippy, the lunch boy. Well, <laughs> so it's two peas and a grin for the big man. Yeah. And uh, Gil immediately tries to backtrack and he's like, he tries to go up to him and he's like, Make my, change my order so I have a hankering for baby big back ribs, ribs and cornbread. Bread. <laughs> and uh, Big Willie stunned to him like, Oh, you're just the man I'm looking for. Oh, yes, what can I help you with Mr. Boone? Actually, I prefer Big, big Willie. How can I help you, Big Willie? <laughs> oh, no, it's like, it's like, it's not too much trouble. Like, oh no, we still have a spoon. Actually, I prefer Big Willie. Don't be silly, Big Willie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help what happened. I'm sure there may be. I can't help what happened when he says that. This is we Kelsey Grammer says as well. Don't be silly, Big, Big Willie. Willie. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know if it was meant or not, but Raw is 
her her face is says that he's just uh, she's cracks up. She's trying not to like bust it laughing. I, like, I love that quite often in the show where you see one of them kind of going, mm, like, know, trying to keep it in. Right. Don't laugh, be professional. Paul, this is an episode about smoking. You're not supposed to. Have you learned nothing from this episode? I have learned nothing. <laughs> anyway, as we're. Uh, as it seemed to. I'll start that again. Fucking hell. Yeah, start again. Words. I don't know why. I guess that. I guess that. <laughs> uh, turns out the issue that he wants to help with Fraser with is he's getting he got he's engaged Big Willie. Yeah. And he wants his fiance to stop smoking. He's like, well, I'm, I'm engaged to be married. Oh, fine, young know, lady. She's just nuts about me. <laughs> Problem is, she smokes. Oh, oh it's a, a disgusting habit. Oh, it's a vile habit. One of one of damn my affection for her for one percent. And he's he's feeling his heart like a bashful schoolboy. He's like. I would I'm gonna ruin my affection for her, but wanting for certain compensating gifts. <laughs> Basically he just tells me that he wants her to help her quit and feel like, Oh addiction I'll try my best, but addiction there's many factors to consider. And he's like maybe I maybe I didn't I don't express myself too clearly. What I really meant was help her. Is it saying I'm not asking you can fucking tell and he's like and Fraser's like consider it done <laughs> And he leaves and Fraser's like oh uh, Dr. Fraser Crane, original bimbo wrangler. <laughs> so they're talking about like whether or not we should do it in order to gain like syndication. Yeah. And then as if she's just been summoned, uh, BB comes through, done it, mm. and then we soon find out it's her that's Big Willie's fiance that Fraser yeah. has to help. Like, don't you raise this one? She's no doubt some scrupulous harpy with such a gold digger she topping the cup oh god I met see when Niles earlier on when Fraser said he was difficulty getting a hold of BB I met see so like <sighs> I would have thought you would have drawn a pentagram on the floor and you had I summoned thee three times in order to get her to appear and uh, it goes like like we met a week ago it was love at first sight sight of what cardiogram and a checkbook that man cares for me deeply <laughs> he's like well he doesn't care for that habit and He's taking a little emphysema with the end of the world. He's basically, he wants me to make sure it goes away. And then, as you were saying before we started recording, that this is one of your favourites when she lights up and he comes back in. Yeah, like, what's that in your hand, woman? <laughs> Sorry, pudding, baby slipped. Yeah. No, just, and Ed Fraser's like, just that last pop. Well, see that it is. <laughs> I'll be back in three days. I hope she'll be smoked yeah, free I by then. I hope my little lady will be smoked free by then. And Fraser's just like, Three days. It's like, what do you think I do? Like, I can't just do this in three days. <laughs> like, consider it done. And, like, it cuts to in the apartment where Vader thinks he's finished a very successful, like... Yeah, therapy session would be... Getting, getting to the root of her, her, her each issues with smoking, why she feels the need to smoke, and, like, and she's going along with it, like, yeah, my like, God. Oh, yes, like, my God, it's, it's so clear now. Yes. Thank you, Fraser. You're a miracle worker. And Vader's like, Oh, if I had a dime for a time I heard that, like, she's really just playing along his ego. Yeah. And which Fraser often doesn't see when people are just trying to feed his ego. Yeah. And, uh, Niles comes in looking all chuffed to himself, like, ah, Fraser. <laughs> and he goes in this big jar of, what is it, Cretan? Oh. Who's Creators or something like that, like, or draw out of this fishy thing, but I brought you this, and he's a big fuck off jar of them, like, yeah. why so big? Oh, it's this place. You have to buy in bulk, but the savings are amazing. 
unless you're when you go when you go back, you buy me a thousand swordfish to go with these. You let you keepers. Mock. Keepers. Yeah, you, you you mock, but I could easily do it like that. And uh, he was there to something, and I was like, "Oh, I just finished a great session. You were like, he's such a good therapist." And she's like, she's trying to rush it, like, oh, "I'll be back at ten. I don't know, it's well, the fresh air, water, and nicotine gum to help the cravings." Yeah. And uh, I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm doing a, a a study on addiction. If I could ask you a couple of questions, if, unless you have something you need to rush off for." And she's like, she's like no, "No, no, of course." And she she goes in the kitchen. She's going for water. And then Nails is right, he's right on, he's like, you let her at the door, she's about half a pack before she reaches the elevator. <laughs> what are you talking about? See that crazed look in her eye? She always has that look, she's an agent. <laughs> I tell you, I've seen it before. Man, the same look during the cost therapy years. <laughs> when it cuts to the kitchen, you can see BB's lighting up a cigarette while yeah. she's in the kitchen too. And Fraser's like, Fraser, the best thing you like, do is... L- like, you wouldn't be able to tell in Fraser's kitchen anyway. Then, like, Fraser's like, sorry, Nails says... Fraser, the best thing you do with that, lock her up for the weekend till it's out of her system. I can't have her staying here all weekend. And then at that moment, Niles and sorry, Martin and Daphne come in. <laughs> Who's staying for the weekend? Baby Glazer. And just never actually want like, yeah. here? Why? <laughs> she's trying to quit smoking. Oh, I mean, she'll be extra lovable. And she's like, she doesn't have to stay here. She's fine. And then she even go in the kitchen. She immediately tries to put it out and yeah. goes on her purse. But there's clearly smoke coming from it. <laughs> oh, I have to go. Remember... I remember nicotine gum and water for the cravings. Yes, that water should help put out those pesky purse fires. <laughs> right, seal the door. Maybe give me those cigarettes. You're staying here. All right, hand me that bag. <laughs> okay. Let me just get one one single memento. Just and you in the Maybe. bag. <laughs> <laughs> and she, they're eating dinner, and she's like stuffing her face because obviously when you quit smoking, you you, you yeah. you're orally fixated. She says, and like you eat more. And she's like, you're like, more potatoes. More? That's your third serving. Oh, she sees the compliment to Daphne's cooking. Yeah, I'm orally fixated. I need a stun womp ready. You put some gravy on it. Well, I'll keep that in mind come breakfast time. <laughs> but <laughs> You're going to eat that fat? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, uh, after dinner is when I need a cigarette most. If I don't, if I, as long as I don't stop eating, I'll be fine. <laughs> See, we're getting to the root of your issues. <laughs> and, uh... Uh, Nels goes, I hear you're great to be married. So well-off men. You know, you should get used to it. I mean, it seems great at first, but sometimes you come accustomed to a life beyond your means, and then one day you're tossed aside like a husk, painless and broken. <laughs> Niles, Big Willie is 85, he's now his third pacemaker. Ah, muzzle top. <laughs> yeah, like, why do you why do you feel the need to, to give in to such a disgusting habit? No, I think... Oh, oh we're coming ahead, sorry. Like, yeah. Like, Dude, you're not alone here. I mean, Dad used to be a smoker. And he's like, oh yeah, it was worse when I had insomnia. Yeah. Like, go, get up, make a... Uh, make a... Drink glass, water glass, a little of... Brandy. And... Uh, no, uh, bourbon. Bourbon, bourbon and a water glass, and light up a cigarette, and then I couldn't keep my eyes open. open. <laughs> Nothing relaxes you like a cigarette. Because you get a hell of a headache in the morning. <laughs> yeah, a glass full of bourbon. <laughs> but, like, he's... And now Daphne's been a bit of a cutie baby because obviously oh, she's been a cutie her in the past. Like I've smoked for years, but I can I never became addicted. Every time I can buy a pack, have a cig or two, and then not have another one for months. Hmm, there's a word for people that can do that. What is it? Oh yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's when we come to the worst. It's like and then no, Nails goes. 
There's no need for rudeness just because you've got a, you're a, with a, a disgusting habit. It's not disgusting, it's wonderful. Really, baby? What is so wonderful about smoking? Everything. <laughs> and she's just going to scrape like, all the details of it. I love, I love the way a firm, fresh pack feels in your hand. I love that little glimmer when the well, cellophane comes up. up. Mm. And then coaxing that first sweet cylinder out of its hidey hole. <laughs> and then you light it and sucking it in deeper and deeper and then whoosh. No two quite the same. same. Just the boys around there like Yeah, everybody More potatoes, everyone. Yeah, everybody's back in there. Like, Martin is, Martin especially takes a big fucking spoonful uh, of it. And then BB sleeping on the couch, fucking covers right over her. And then Daphne's sneaking out into the balcony to grab a cigarette yeah. after a little speech right? And the minute the minute BB hears like the flick of the lighter. She's like, like, she's like, like, like the fucking undertaker just uh, sits up. She's like, <laughs> no, she sneaks over. She's like, "You're up late, Miss Moon." <laughs> well, you know your conversation about cigarettes. Uh, you know, I may have stopped thinking since. Please don't tell Doctor Green. Oh, silence has his price there. Obviously, she wants one to yeah, like, She's like, "No." She's like, "No," and then she runs out, shuts the door, and is like, "You oh. open this door." <laughs> oh, it's get is it getting cold, cold out there? there? And here's the, the deal: you take those cigarettes, you slide them over to me. No, oh, what is this? You asked for this, and she goes to throw them like, over the balcony. Like, like, no, no, stop! I'll give you anything you want. I'll make you star. <laughs> oh, my hands getting weak. Getting weak. No, like, no, no. And then Fraser comes out and like, goes, "What the hell's going on out here?" Definitely. Daphne was smoking. She made me. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Come in. I don't know what's funny. I'm like, Daphne was smoking. Or like, she made me. <laughs> I think it's the she made me. She made me. And then Paige's like, oh, God, Lord, have you lost your minds? And he goes, hold on, Daphne, I'll get you. you bring Daphne back in. Like, I'll get you a towel. She goes in a wee bathroom next to the door. And he, he's de- and Martin's in there like, Dad. Dad. And just, he just puts his big puff of smoke. But I also <laughs> noticed a small detail. He's got his wee glass of uh, bourbon yeah, as well. And he's like, what are you doing? Couldn't sleep. <laughs> And then fucking beep beep, but Razor eventually has to fucking wrestle BB at the ground because she's trying to grab the cigarettes. Yeah, he's like, like BB, hand that packet over to me. Fine. <laughs> like, wait a minute, pack is half empty. <laughs> Damn it! I think you're dominated, but but, but, but like oh, when oh. He, when he's got on the floor, like give me the packet, and Mom's like, okay, that's like, it, no more house guests. Give me the back, never. <laughs> and like he he phone Big Willie phones. Uh, Big like, Willie phones. Like, Yes, oh, yes, we've had a few setbacks, but I'm staying on top of her. She's like, Hello, Puddin. Yeah, she, well, BB, yeah, she's right here. Hello, Puddin. <laughs> Fine, and you? <laughs> oh, nothing's too hard for you, Daddy. <laughs> like, you, like, like, Frieda tries to, even like, come on, he's trying to take me national, like, come on, basically, like, he's trying to. He's, like, he's like, trying to take me national unless you ruin it for me. Like trying to say like you're my you should want me to go national and all that. But then I think in her case the fact that that doesn't work is probably because like she probably would make more money if he died <laughs> if, if Big Willie died than yeah. if Freeze went national. So and also the fact she just loves smoking so much. Yeah. Then she does a bit where you said like wait a minute this is half empty. She runs the thing like fine. I wish yeah. I only wish I could smoke. Do what you want. I only wish I could be there when you read the news. Big Willie Boone, millionaire. 
They're dead. You see the w- wicked smile on her face. smile on her face. But I'll be no. there when you see that coffin. But you won't be there watching that, no. You'll be watching the, the window room. Becky. Tiffany or, or Kelly with an eye. Don't. Stop it. Her sailing on your oh, yachts. Her wearing your jewels, sleeping <laughs> with your jiggles. But look, you'll be fine because you have your cigarettes <laughs> clutched and your nicotine stained claw. <laughs> your yellow stained <laughs> teeth. Smoke whirling about your once pretty face now wrinkled and drawn. Stop it. Stop it. And she just hands him the cigarettes. You're one hell of a therapist. <laughs> he finally gets through it yeah, eventually. So, so begrudgingly, yeah. he's like a dick. But I do love how he did it. Eventually, he goes, or Kelly with an eye. He's like, but you won't be watching that. No, you'll be watching the Widow mm-hmm. Boon. <laughs> and like you say, like, Big Willie Boon, millionaire, yeah. dead. dead. And the yeah. smile. <laughs> And then it cuts to the BB's on the balcony in a wedding dress and Roz and Daphne, or Roz and Fraser are sitting on the couch. Mom's like, back on the wedding so soon? There was no wedding. What happened? No wedding. Mm. No syndication. Mm. No money. Mm. No fame. Mm. No beach board. Bras! They're halfway down the aisle. Big Big Willy Boon. Beaming smile. And then suddenly he cuts his chest. Yeah, it leans forward. forward. No, no, all of a sudden it looks like everything's okay. So they continue, moving. continue moving down the aisle. But if you looked closely, you would see daylight between Big Willie's dress boots and the floor and Bibi's little bicep bulging through her dress. And then when we got to it, when we got to the altar, the jig was up. Despite Bibi like, trying to manipulate his features with the loose skin at the back of his neck, <laughs> and they're seeing a woman more crushed. Brings her in, baby, and just he pulls the veil up for her and just blows up. She's got a cigarette there, like, oh, you might as well. <laughs> you know, you know the things I have to do for that man, the depraved, protects this oh, thing. Come on, it can't have been that bad. You ever want to settle? Do I have to answer that? <laughs> and then, I can actually not remember what happens next in this bit. I do. He's like, he's like, you're like. Come on, it's okay. We'll be, we'll be all our millionaires, older, sicker, impotent, impotent. You always like, know. You always know what to say. <laughs> she, I know it's not much, but here. You give us gold Rolex, like. And oh. she's like, oh, gold Rolex, baby. Where'd you get this? Just don't wear it to Just the funeral. Just don't wear it to a funeral. <laughs> and we'll look at this awkward, but then like, ah, oh, fuck it, it's a Rolex, and then. One of the funniest bits of this episode, I love the ending. Yeah. During the credits, uh, Gil is doing his show and he's got this big fuck off cowboy yeah, hat big on. Fuck off cowboy hat, a plate of ribs in front of him. Uh-huh. He's eating you know, like, mmm, like, mm, oh, yum, yum. And then see this guy come in and hands him this note. Wait, so tell him to let him know what Big Willie's dead. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you see him missing, like, he's dead. And like, and you see him, like, as soon as he gets, like, commercial where he's went off air, he immediately just throws the cowboy out, like, oh, for fuck's sake. Hat off, moose white, ribs in the bin. Aye. Is it fair to say this is a thumbs up episode? For me, definitely, <laughs> definitely thumbs up. I I adore BB. Mm-hmm. She is my kind of character, it's and that speech with cigarettes it really makes you want one. <laughs> like even if you're not a smoker, it makes you want one. Why can't they advertise cigarettes like that instead of the mean, mean, terrible things they say? I don't know, Paul. Like. 
people would buy a lot more of it. Is this, is this a thumbs up or a double thumbs up in your opinion? This is a thumbs up for me. I don't know if it's quite a double thumbs up. You know, it's a really good episode and BB plays a good part in it. Oh, it's definitely a... Uh, it's a double for me. And it's not just because of the content. I think like BB and the woman that plays her, mm-hmm. she always plays that part. So well. Excellent. I mean, I've seen her in other things, mm-hmm. but BB is her... You know, like, every actor has that one role or that one character they play, and, like, like you're so fucking good at that. Mm-hmm. She was so fucking good at that. Did they, like, people in that free fan group also talk about, oh, so-and-so was in this thing that, I don't know if you've seen my post there, I was watching an episode of Arrow from the previous season, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a bit behind, and there's an episode where it's a documentary on vigilantes, and they're following the Green Arrow around and all that, yeah. and you hear a voiceover, and it's Kelsey Grammer doing the voice. Yeah. Like, vigilantes. Well, that's for real. <laughs> like, this is almost as good as the time where he randomly popped up as a voiceover at the start of fucking WrestleMania 32. Yeah, yeah. Just that point, I always remember that moment we told me the rock, and the end, our great one will rise it's again. Uh, and then people, rather than talking about Arrow, just keep commenting, oh yes, I also saw this other thing, like, well, that's good for you. I'm just... <laughs> 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 and. Like I say, like, talk about smoking adverts and, like, the whole thing, you quit smoking, you suddenly, you're more hungry, you've got these cravings and that, so you try to make up for the fact that you can't smoke. Yeah. Like, I remember watching in a, a link to Raw, it was an American link, so it was all these American ads, right? Yeah. And always seen every ad had at least one anti-smoking advert and about ten different, like, fast food adverts. Yeah. So I'm thinking, just like, fucking the, again. It's like, but cons- don't, don't smoke, pick it out. Like, good. going back to conspiracy theory mode, you're like, oh, I can... Don't uh, smoke, but you'll you'll be starving. You'll be already fixated if you don't smoke. So stuff your face with all this. Like yeah. we we're okay with you having a heart attack, young. As long as it's not oh. from smoking. Be we, have it been from being a greedy bastard. We were we were quite disappointed myself and Brian up yesterday. What happened? Oh well, we on our way to Shawlands, uh-huh. right? Brian, because we had we got off the bus mm-hmm. to get a one. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's just quicker. Yeah, you know. We got off to get a one, and Brian was like, nah, we'll go to McDonald's and get something to eat. Because mm-hmm. we knew we were going to be drinking, so we thought, let's at least make sure we've got a bite in us. Mm-hmm. We went to McDonald's, got the usual. I think Brian got a chicken sandwich. I got my usual quarter pounder with cheese. Mm-hmm. Great sandwich. Yeah. But this time it was not so great. All right. the, the bun seemed stale, and then the, the filling seemed cold. And I don't know if you if you've ever had a disappointing I'd McDonald's I, meal. I, I'll, I'll probably have at some point. You know? Probably because I'm so hungry and it's just the end. It you think, like, nah. yeah. But you know that way sometimes when you're really like that rare occasion when you're really in the mood for your McDonald's mm-hmm. and it's below standard and you're like, God, man, <laughs> you know. And that's that's made worse by the fucking cardboard straw, <laughs> you know. And I, it's not just an aesthetic thing with me, lad. It's a it's a sensation thing. Yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. the feel of it on my teeth. Mm-hmm. It just no. Yeah, I get it. you know, and you can't, you can't like properly use that straw, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, I get it. It just grosses me out. You know, it's like it's like nails on a blackboard kind of thing. It's like, yeah. Oh, I get it. But we were disappointed by our McDonald's, mm-hmm. which was sad. And unfortunately, what Paul depressed me about, he's, he's sad McDonald's, that's how, that's the note we're going to have to end it on, instead of Fraser, we're ending it on that. Why not, why not end it on, Fraser being an awesome, if, if you count my two thumbs up and your single, that's three thumbs up, <laughs> Fraser. That's some Steiner mass there. That's some Steiner mass, yeah. <laughs> it's a, this episode of Fraser has a 66 and two third percent chance of being a great episode.
A sacrifice. Hell yes. <laughs> but I'm going to arrange everybody to remember to follow me at scopacloud 96 follow the podcast at SP Rambling on Twitter, like our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash rambling podcast. Check out our Facebook page particularly because I will be uploading more photos and content. I, I did see that you uploaded a new photo and I, I shared that image onto our SP Rambling account. Cool. So more people can see it. And... Like, I, I see it reached a good a decent amount of people anyway yeah. it reached a good few mm-hmm. we've got uh, all the links to our fake for our Android up podcast sites are available on like Anchor, Spotify, yeah. Podbean Google Podcast, iTunes All it's on the Facebook page and the links are on Twitter and make sure you tune in next week for our we're going to be doing in the next week or so kind of a two part thing first part will be we're saying anniversary we'll probably just be chatting yeah. that, and we're hoping for quite a special review and the second part is part of our hundredth episode. Celebration. Yep. More on that to come in the next week or so. On our one hundredth episode, Scott is going to drop some acid and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Can't promise that. <laughs> Don't lie to the people to bring false advertising. That is Paul. Okay. He's going to maybe drink a cider. <laughs> is that probably more sensible? But 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 more of a come down. <laughs> yeah, yeah acid cider. But <laughs> <laughs> secretly, Paul has slipped an acid into the cider, and I won't know. Yes. And just slowly but surely, you'll see what happens. And he's thinking now. I've got the wheels turning. <laughs> but remember, to look back on our previous. This is our episode ninety nine. We look back on the previous ninety eight episodes. Yep. In the lead up to our hundredth episode, all the creator specials, all the other Frasier reviews done, yeah. all the other rants and random shit we talked about. All the, the last occasional two years. fun guests we've had on the show, yeah, Brian, some, Craig. Some of the interviews that we've done. Yeah, we have we have a lot of very good content, I believe. Yes, and we're hoping to do more to come, but we'll talk about that more in future. Yep. But, Paul, uh, with my musical choice last week, I ended up choosing uh, Mr. Brightside by the Kills, because I was feeling a bit down, I didn't have much energy when I went home and edited, and I thought, I, I ended up listening, it randomly came on the YouTube mix of songs I was listening yeah, to, yeah. Mr. Brightside came on, and it made me feel a bit better, so I thought, I'm going to put that at the end of the show, because it made me feel a bit better. So, I'm going to ask you, Paul, what is it you are going to choose for your musical choice? My musical choice this week is going to be the song My Plague by the band Kitty. Because I I am particularly fond of them, you know, and they're one of those bands, in my personal opinion, that just seem to get fucking heavier. Uh Like, every album they brought out, you know, like, so good, and it's, it's like a four, it's all, all, it's a full like chick band, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but with, with chick that sings, god, she's brutal sounding, mm-hmm. like, and so good, you know. So, my pick this week will be My Plague by Kitty. Fair enough. I hope you enjoy that, and I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and we look forward to what we bring you in the future. So, from Paul, I've been Scott, we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>